Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, tough cookies. Because both (laughs) Ross and Jack are conspicuous by their absence. So this week's very special episode of the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by Cultaholic Black and White. (laughs) That's right. They're all here. The people in the background of those promos that you... Tune in for. Do you want to be Stevie Ray and I'll be Virgil? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, one. if we're not going to do that, then we can at least be NWO 2000. Get some nice silver shirts oh, on. Oh, nice. But I do think it is more apt that we are the background characters of NWO black and white. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yes. but we, um, Sam and I did two, did, did two days of news videos, and I think we, we've, we've got a little bit of a push off the back of those oh, like Zack Ryder yeah. did that time yeah. so now we're going to get pushed down the stairs this is it we're getting game. ourselves over what's going to happen when the, when, when the A-team returns it's going to be yeah, a vignette of us getting thrown Smushed. out of the arena like yes. Booker T and, and uh, Buff Bagwell yeah. <laughs> well before we all get Nick Khan this is put in, a, put in a box that says sent and name redacted <laughs> We wouldn't do that to our worst enemies, Tom. <laughs> this is Mr. Tom Campbell. Oh, hello. And this is Mr. Sam Driver. Hello. With uh, the opinions of three large men. Each. <laughs> beefy boys. That's right. Big, beefy boys. Welcome to it. It's That's nice right. to be here again. It's nice to be here it's talking nice. with you. It's, it's nice. It's been a while. It's, I can't it's remember the last time me and you did something together. It was Sam. definitely in this room the last time I was on the podcast but I can't remember if it was a week I was standing in for you or whether it was standing because I'm only ever here when I'm standing in right so yeah but I, I'm trying to think it's been a long time yeah. It would have, did you do any of the ones over Zoom during the uh, the performance center era? I don't believe I did because my internet situation was spotty at best. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. I did. That would be a good episode. So, what do you think? So, <laughs> 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 well, it looks like the Titan Tron, <laughs> and you're just like, no mercy with the N64. So it'd be nothing, and then Chris Canyon, <laughs> just random <laughs> stuff that has no bearing on what we're talking about. Yeah. Well, we've still got a lot of the usual lovely, lovely dumb crap that we usually do every week that we know you love. But we will take a, a little pause from the fun and festivities that we usually have. Start for the big news this week that's happened uh, the last few days with Daphne, aka the Scream Queen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is uh, th- this just broke my heart last night yeah. when when all when all this broke. Um, there'd be stuff that you know we're not going to go into the details of what happened, but you know we're going to remember somebody who was a genuine light uh, in sort of the end of. 1999, early 2000 WCW, and beyond there as well. Um, 
was never destined to do wrestling. As, as I discovered, we did a, a tribute to, to Daphne on the news podcast this morning uh, and was an army brat, traveled all around the world. She lived in Oxford for a couple of years as she was growing up and uh, she just went wherever her dad was stationed and she, she signed up to do a casting call for WCW, which resulted in her becoming Daphne and getting put with David Flair and Crowbar and uh, a, 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 a light in the tag team division in WCW yeah, at that point. As a WCW sure. guy, you must remember yeah, this. this was the thing. Like, Crowbar and Daphne were the perfect amount of weird for a weird little kid that didn't quite know how weird <laughs> he was yet. So it was it was, it was, was just, I mean, everything down to the way she'd talk with, like, the really high pitch. I mean, the, it, there's a video being doing the rounds on Twitter of uh, a question she was asked during like one of WCW's talk shows and it's like Daphne why do you scream so much and she's just so high pitched in the answer and everything. it's just brilliant but yeah it's just so sad it's so very sad what did we reckon to because obviously she did that in WCW then and WCW closed she got a developmental deal in WWE in 03 oh, and, but, they, but they let her go before the end of the year so nothing really came of it it's they, weird. They had her for a bit and then changed their minds. So she, but mm. it was, but it was a blessing because she went and did the Indies then, and she did Shimmer, yeah, and she shone in Shimmer, and she she ended up doing stuff briefly in TNA before she would go back to them later on. Um, yeah. she, remember the first run, she she called out, or she was in the crowd answering an awesome Kong challenge. Oh, right. Nice little bit. And then when she came back, she was playing Governor Sarah Palin because <laughs> of reasons. Right. Yes. yes. I love I love the velvets and the beauties. It <laughs> <laughs> was an interesting role for her, that one. But uh, yeah, I think just whatever she did, she was great. Yeah. Really Real, enjoyable uh, part of WCW 2000, which yeah. is not something you hear very often for that period. <laughs> <laughs> and agree, the, the TNA run later on is a nice little addition. But yeah, all the, the talent she worked with and the Shimmer run and all the other things on the indies, just outpouring of support and lovely stories about her. Nothing but lovely stories yeah. about yeah. her either. Nothing but lovely stories. She was she did the podcast with, uh, with Gore TV, with Mickey James and that the other week. And she's going to be in the virtual basement wrestling game. So like there was stuff oh, okay. still yeah. going on. Uh, when when what happened happened and it's what breaks your heart is like there isn't it's this there's been nothing but love for Daphne not not a single person had a had a, a crossword to say about her just just a genuinely wonderful soul that has gone way way too soon and um, I'm glad that we took we want to take a moment before we start to to reflect yeah, yeah. and to kind of you know put out there that you're never alone. You're not, and and as dark as things may get, and they do get dark, you're never alone. And there's places that you can reach out to, and there's people you can reach out to. And I think what we should do, I'm just, this is just me on the fly here. No, no, but I agree with what you're saying. If we can put stuff, uh, Rich, in the description, just like some numbers and some places that people can go, yeah. uh, check the description of this. If you are feeling in a place that doesn't feel like a right place to be, um, there's places you can reach out to phone numbers even if you don't want to talk uh, there's there's text numbers that you can call as well they'll be they'll be down there they'll be down there but um, try and take time today as well to remember some of the great stuff that Daphne did because she was as we say just brilliant yeah. just brilliant yeah. in everything she did everything she turned her hand to she was an incredibly talented soul well nice. said Tom very well said yeah, yeah. Cheers, so. lads. Cheers, lads. Love you both, by the way. You can always, I was going to say, yeah. You can always, <laughs> if you're ever feeling naff, you can always... Likewise, me. mate. You know, it's fine. See, I have. Many you, times. You have done, actually. You ha and I think, I think I've think i done so with you as well. When, when 
I've just gone, I just, everything's just bad. Yeah. <laughs> you need you need to vent. Even yeah. if it can be something frivolous, mm. if it's something that's caught in your head, you're like, oh, I want to tell and someone. It can feel selfish to do so as well. And you feel like, well, I'm being selfish to to burden somebody with that. But it's never a burden. It's never selfish. Uh, it's it's you're looking after yourself and to a degree you know you can see that as selfish but it, it never is it never is and people only ever want the best for you even if you've got nothing even if you think if someone's on your mind and you've got nothing to you in fact i'm gonna do that now because my mate lee and i thought about him this morning and i thought i'm gonna drop him a message and i didn't and i'm gonna do it right now even if you're just thinking of somebody just let them know just drop them a message and just say thinking of your buddy and i'm gonna do that right now thinking of you I dealt with someone last night, and I just said, take care. And they went, that sounds ominous. <laughs> so go word it properly. But that's yeah. nice thoughts that you're doing. Yeah, it's Thinking just of you, that's, that's that much wasn't, better. That wasn't a bit, by the way. That was genuinely, no, I thought I before, say, I yeah, yeah. In, before I came in, like, I want to message him and just let him know that, yeah. that I'm around. And I didn't. And then in my head, I was going, I must do it when I finish. And I thought, do you yeah. know what? I'll get distracted by something else. I'm just going to do it now. You two won't No, Tom, you're good at doing bits, but you're also very good at being genuine. That wasn't, yeah, a, don't bit. Worry. <laughs> that wasn't a bit. That was genuinely yeah. thinking of my mate, Lee. Anyway, cool. Cheers, everybody. Let's so, go. yeah. So, take, take care of yourselves. Please do. Please do. Thank you. And loudly open the, the Rubicon. You've opened the Rubicon. Yes. That was the big E promo, wasn't it, leading to WrestleMania? Oh, no, he said you cross the Rubicon. Yeah, you don't open a Rubicon, you cross it. No, you cross the Rubicon. <laughs> do you not remember that in the run no. of WrestleMania? He said to Apollo Crews, you open Pandora's box, you cross the Rubicon. Yes. And I, every time I see a Rubicon, I think, ah. Oh, that was that the same expression. Those were the super impassioned big E promos. Like mm. where he oh, I'm going to build construction with anger and like you, it was like a whole new side to him. It was mm. really so you good. know when they were like brawling backstage at SmackDown. He's going no, around no. in the cart and stuff. It was all that build and oh, it was great, awesome, so cool. very very good. Anyway, we've crossed the Rubicon into the rest. Crossing the, the Rubicon, rest yeah, indeed. <laughs> uh, it's been revealed what the initials on CM Punk's shoes stood for. Are you ready? Yes, he's ominous. Clue-inducing <laughs> letters on CM Punk's things. He said, I stole this from LeBron James. A lot of basketball players will write messages on their shoes and stuff. I wrote AC on my shoes and CF on the other foot. AC is always Chicago, and CF is Chicago forever. Aww. We established on the news that CF is Charlie Flakes, because AC Flakes. is clearly Adam Cole. <laughs> so whoever Charlie Flakes is, he's, they're about to get a big call-up, but... No, it, it makes sense. You know, it, it's something that sports people do. Like you've seen it in wrestling through just through history, like initials on the wrist tape and and things like that, or like various messages to people they care about, or people they're watching. Um, it, you know, he's Chicago through and through. And as much as we would like it to be Adam Cole's initials, uh, we got to just kind of go with what he says for now. <laughs> How do we even know he means Chicago, the place? He might like the musical. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And with his last breath. He pointed at AC. Oh, it's Chicago. No, no, Adam Cole is what I meant. Oh, 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 sorry. Maggie Simpson. <laughs> Ric Flair is going into more detail about what led to his WWE release. Quote, I had a bunch of pending opportunities. I had things that I was doing currently at the time I signed my contract. They allowed those. Wendy got to keep her shop. These are big things. I got to keep Cammy. It's obviously beat Verdum. I've heard of him. I've got to keep coming on a couple of other things. A couple of deals were coming along and I got to the point where I was asking them. I probably exhausted them asking, not to grandfather me in, but let me do them. Of course, the answer was, you can do them. Maybe. So, 
I wanted mm. to do it finally, uh, which I did. After three years, after making a living, not and see what I can do, what not underneath a wrestling payroll. Then he said, uh, was asked, well, what was it? What was W's vision for him? And Flair added, to just get paid basically a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> thanks, Flair. Yeah. I mean, that's nice that the company go, look, you've done your bit, just chill out now. Here's a big bag of money. Relax, Flag. but he's, he won't. He won't stop. But this is the thing. Like from people I know that have met and worked with Ric Flair in the past, even you know as far back as ten, fifteen years ago, Ric Flair is Ric Flair is Ric Flair. Like there is no more. You know, Ric Flair is who you see on TV in real life now. So if you say you book Ric Flair for a show, you need to get him a limousine, and he needs first class flights, and he needs a five star suite. He's Ric Flair, uh, and so it. it I don't know, like, he will never, ever stop working. And it, it's, as you said, it's all well and good for them to go, you know, you, you've done it now, like, there you go, there's your kind of package from us to just chill. But he's going to start getting itchy feet, and he's going to start wanting to go and do more stuff. He's Ric Flair! Yeah. It's like every mobster film. It's like, wait, I have to go straight. <laughs> and then, like, after 10 minutes of being straight, like... Nah, he's, he's just flare flopping all over yeah. his house. Back to selling watches out the back of me van. He's, yeah. he's Robert De Niro driving away from the city in heat, and he's heard that Wayne Grow is out of prison. Mm. Oh. Wayne Grow, <laughs> he looks at his phone. It's AAA saying, "I'll come over." Uh, my parents are out. <laughs> We've got Andrade to do a job. Wow. <laughs> well, one company was able to do that. AEW, not so fortunate. Uh, Pac versus Andrade is off. All for now. Uh, the issue travel being, issues. The issue that they've said publicly is travel issues. And uh, Metro is paggered, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get to Chicago, but 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 Walker gets shot again. Trying to think, Pac, Pac like, tried to do it with just an AB pass on ABC. It's <laughs> not that far away. He gets stopped by a checkie. You need to get off. Got to fine. Yes, he got Newcastle Airport, got on the plane, got, oh, no, I'll just go, no. Tony, I've only got as far as Broccoli Wings. <laughs> I've I'm accidentally a... wound up in Pally and Pally. <laughs> oh, I've taken the B route, oh, no. How have I wound up in Shields? I've gone the wrong way to I'm on the Shields. ferry. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Trying to get the Transpennine, but there's leaves on the line. It's not a <laughs> lack of stuff. All right, Tony, I'm getting the mega bus. I'll be there. I'll be there July of next year. <laughs> it's only a quid. Can he that? In his gear. <laughs> it's full, full gear. gear. Sat waiting like this, just drumming his thighs. <laughs> I'll find the tires. My iPod's flat. I'm coming home. <laughs> if the lady wants a baby, I'm the cockatiel. <laughs> that for seven weeks. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so travel issues is the reason why he's, uh, that match is not happening. Oh. Oh, look, you were, you were, you were kind of, you had a theory that maybe it was, this was all kind of kayfabe, right? Mm. Of course it is. Because Andrade put out a tweet shortly after that saying, Andrade versus question mark, question mark, question mark, hinting that he's going to drop an open challenge on Sunday. Which could lead uh -oh. to the debut of somebody. Mm, Charlie Flakes. Charlie Flakes. Always Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Always Chicago could come out. Yeah. yeah. Or it's gonna Big be Denver. <laughs> oh, that was his WWE name. Denver Big. 
<laughs> Large event. <laughs> I know. I genuinely think it might lead to a, uh, a, a an open challenge, and then you know you you've got a litany of options there. You've got. There's, I mean, the, if you just look at the roster itself, like the, I think there's enough there you could feasibly, you know, even keep it in house. You could go, do. So you could it's, do. There are many. But I think you run a risk of when when Daniel Bryan is on the periphery of going. I want to fight anybody back there. It's anything that isn't the anything problem, less yeah. than the best is a felony. The problem is though now with the women's casino battle royal being moved to the main card, surely if Andrade is doing an open challenge, it's going to have to be in the pre-show, which would be huge because a lot of people are going to see the pre-show that may not buy the whole event. So you may see somebody debut there, but it would feel a bit like a wasted moment. And I also think they're going to probably, and this is weird, I don't know, like... My brain's just telling me this could happen, that they could start with Punk on the night because, again, they're just going to yeah. get drowned out with CM Punk. And if the pre-show ends and it's like coming up next is CM Punk, like people are going to go, buy it, buy it, buy it, buy I'd it, almost buy have it. CM Punk's entrance as the pre-show is ending. Oh, God. WCW style. That's all we got time for. <laughs> yeah. Just cuts. Just the riff. Or, or, what, or what if, what if at the end of the pre-show, Andrade comes out and goes, open challenge. And then like with seconds counting down, you just hear... Diddle-oo-doo, doo doo cut. <laughs> what? Yeah. Buy it, quick! It's Fuego Del Sol comes out. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry, I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> yeah, lols. Just a trick. Actually. Just tricked you there. Yeah. WWE has revealed the latest set of Performance Center recruits, a group of six, which includes Joseph Fatu, the younger brother of the Usos, mm -hmm. and they're all, they're all big. Who knew? Sort it's, good have one in, it's good to have a spare in it. Yeah, right. Just in case. Well, you know, in case. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Something happens around the Usos involved in... You know. But Jacob Fatu's been doing a lot, though. Like, I remember Vegas, we briefly met him. Uh, when, oh, I think so we went together, over and we? We went over and spoke to Rikishi, which was amazing. Because, yeah. like, it was like, Rikishi was like, yeah! And it was like, <gasps> I'm getting to talk to Rikishi! But, um, yeah, I'm sure he was, like, in and around, floating around. He seemed like, I think, everybody was just talking about him all weekend. Because he was, I think he wrestled on a show that Jack went to. And Jack was saying, like, it was, it was just great. So, oh. there's been a lot of considerable amount of buzz around him for some time so it makes sense he would end up you know joining WWE at some point so fingers crossed they don't drop the ball there and, and they let him just run with it so yeah and also the son of Bull Buchanan oh yes! oh the actual B squared B squared squared B squared squared oh B to the power of three B to the power of three <laughs> oh if you don't do that B3 comes out. <laughs> you suck my battleship. Oh, <laughs> the best. Baby Bull himself. I'm so excited that Baby Bull Buchanan is I really now in the forced to do the, the kip up to the top. I, I hope, I hope he kip. becomes a megastar and that he has all these special themed entrances, which are just random elements of his dad's old gimmicks. Oh, he just comes out in like an all white shirt. He comes out with like a, a bulletproof vest on. Yeah. He comes out all like rapper. <laughs> Truth is <laughs> part, of, part of apartheid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All the, all the classics. <laughs> Roll, rolling back the years. Yes. <laughs> well, we did say it was going to be a retro roar. Yes. <laughs> this is a retro roar, retro smackdown. Yeah, here we go. The sons of the people were going to come back on the other podcast. I'm down for that. Yeah. It's just WWE, the next generation. <laughs> I can't wait for them to be a success. It's like, and they do all this, like, retcon and it's like, Oh, Bill Buchanan was a huge star in yeah! WWE 2000. They, they just Photoshop his face in over like trips with the title. <laughs> Triple H, but you know something. I, he was scheduled to. I was scheduled to lose the title to him, but 
at the last minute we went with, <laughs> took an arrow to the <laughs> knee <laughs> we went with the rock instead but it was that close <laughs> also game biz noted today that all wwe japan investors agreed to dissolve the company on september 1st also in the news wwe japan was still a thing yeah so yeah. wwe japan had uh was it Kairi Sane working for them as an ambassador. Mm. But uh, the thing is, I don't think the global localization plans are off the table for good. Yeah. I think that they're eventually going to want to expand into all these markets because why not? There's money there. Let's go get the money that's there. That, that's how this works. So it's a very delicate process. But at the same time, I feel with the world situation and coronavirus, they kind of, was it 2019 they set up or like late 2018 they were talking about this and then 2019 WWE Japan became a thing and then COVID happens and literally nothing can go on in Japan. Like you can't just be flying over there for meetings and trying to talk to X, Y, Z. And there were all these rumblings that they were looking to buy out another promotion. And oh, I heard absorb, that. Okay, absorb. I was going to say, that. like, Sam, Sam, I wanted to get in before, Tom. It's been, I heard it's been that. great analysis. <laughs> Given that this is the dissolve, dissolution? Sorry, yeah. What is it? The, dissolution. The end, the end of uh, WWE Japan. That means immemorium. One last time, Tom. Did I get to do my joke? No, no, no analysis needed, Sam. One last time for all time. Tom, do the bit. It's better be Phone good. call, phone call. Triple H's phone rings. Say, hi, Trips. Um, are you interested in buying uh, any of these promotions in Japan? To which he goes, no. All right, we're on it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. The last time we'll have to do that. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> I mean, I've heard that the first, no, the I've first heard 15 you do times. That. I've done, done it about oh. 16 times on the SmackDown. <laughs> the, three <review. laughs> the three times I saw it. But, you know, I, I think eventually they will get their foot in the door somewhere. Yeah, because it, it, yeah. it's, you know, it, it's every other, every other every other territory, I guess, or region, um, they're going to want to get their foot through that door and they're going to want to work with all these people and, and have that talent pool available to them. Even if it's not so much buying a company out as establishing a working relationship and running them through like a partner company that maybe they have bought. So they could, you know, say they buy like, they're not going to do this, but if they were to buy Ring of Honor, but just let Ring of Honor keep going, doing its own thing. And they could use it as like a satellite maybe and run talent from elsewhere through there. I don't think it's ever going to get to the point where we have, um, not for a long time anyway, like a WWE Japan, a WWE Europe and all these things that are just kind of big central hubs. But I don't see why they wouldn't go back to that eventually. Do you think that they will, not supposed to calling them WWE Europe and Japan, do you think they'll do the NXT rollout at some point still? Because NXT UK is still a thing. And I have seen people from NXT UK yeah. Uh, getting new contracts. Now. Yes. So they're obviously keen to keep... With who? This is is it. it Morrison's or Aldi? Because they're both... Uh, <laughs> With NXT Oof. UK. Oh, okay. Naughty boy. Um, so there is obviously a, a passion for, for NXT UK. And then I, you just think that it's... At the moment, it feels like, ironically, an island unto itself. Yeah. And it would feel nicer in like a selection of like NXT Canada, NXT India, NXT mm. Japan, NXT... I, I do think that it will eventually get to that if they, if they can navigate the market in such a way that they can get those business relationships. But some of these territories are so locked down 
that I mean, I remember when they announced that oh, we're going to do WWE Japan, it was like, how? Like, how are you mm. going to get in there when everybody else is already like struggling for power and time and venues and and it's it is you know a big promotional warfare thing over there. Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to come in here as as WWE, and there are it's obviously WWE Tesco. fans in in Japan, but like mm. it's I don't know, you know, it it just makes me kind of question a lot. I think it's like when they tried to open a Tesco in America, and it was like <laughs> we're fine, we've got our sortages, yeah. and it just didn't, yeah. and it didn't work. Oh, like, the, the we're fine, thank a... you. We'll stick with Win Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, who wouldn't? Also, there's, there's the, they tried to introduce Starbucks to Australia, not knowing that Australia is a very coffee based. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, guess what? You can get overpriced this. And they're like, what? Australia. I'm getting that from Sheila's for half the price. <laughs> Australia is brilliant uh, on that front as well uh, because of Burger King. Burger King came into Australia, tried to run, and then this other guy went, uh, no, I'm the Burger King of Australia. I the story, And yes. it, it just didn't stand up in court. They They had to change the name to Hungry Jack's. And That's so right. uh, that Burger King in Australia was Hungry, hungry Jacks. Jacks. <laughs> Somebody went, um, actually, I'm Hungry Jack. <laughs> Somewhere, our Jack is presumably not being hungry. Yeah. Um, hopefully. He's on vacation, by the way. He'll be having a nice sleep. He would yeah. be a big sleep, I reckon. Being a yeah. big sleep sandwich. Enjoy your big sleep, buddy. <laughs> Enjoy your big sleep. And all you're talking about then, it's just so funny. You talk about, you know, blah, 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 global saturation. I'm just like, these are so like, so, so normalized, isn't it? Do we take it over the world? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. feds. What do you want to do tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Same thing we do every night. Time. We write the script for raw <laughs> seconds before it goes on. Andy <laughs> oh. uh, Bouet. Yes, it is still around. Uh, Oi, I will have no bad words. And from no, you. Bad, no, it's just funny. No bad words. Face you can, you can rip on the NWA, though. You can rip on everything Smashing Pumpkins have done since reforming, but you cannot rip on the NWA. I'm just saying, it's very cool to see the NWA still a thing. <laughs> okay. I mean, it is. Because <laughs> it was the, what anniversary? These, okay. you, uh, okay. The 73rd anniversary. Yes. That's very was, impressive. Was. I mean, this is it. We've got what well, we've got CMLL, formerly EMLL. They're like 80, 81 or so. They're approaching 80 or they're yeah. around that age. No, so they're the oldest. They're the oldest on earth. And yeah. then NWA, for the longest time, yeah, it, mm. I mean, it, was, it, it wasn't even dormant. It was dead on its ass. It like, it, it just didn't, it was there and it was sign. always there, but it was dead. Yeah, <laughs> it was just kind of like sat in a corner somewhere going and looking at everybody else, just like kind of <laughs> going a lovely time. God, I hope someone, someone from the early '90s. <laughs> but what's your most smashing pumpkins? Rock, isn't it? Are they rock? Uh, they're alternative. Alternative, they're, they're sort there of like the, the first big swathe of alternative music. Alternative. And Mike Patton walked past. He wasn't interested. <laughs> Courtney Love also not interested. But there he goes. Get him ready, Mr. Smashing Pumpkins himself, Big Billy, uh, with a double header. Empower with the all-female show. Empower. What's got yep. all the R's in the end? <laughs> Empower. Empower. Let's call it Empower, right? Yes. Yeah. Empower. Oh, that's good there. And on the 73rd anniversary, the it's, it's not actually, it's historic, I guess. I'm, assuming, I'm, I'm not sure how long it is. Sorry, where it is on the leaderboard, basically. Nick Aldis's title reign. Uh, oh, a thousand plus days yeah. Nick Aldis was champion. But for NWA, that might just be, uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> He's a transitional champion for the yeah. NWA. Oh. <laughs> it was a slow year, was it? Um, yeah, Trevor Murdoch oh. dethroned oh. him. And you know what, mate? You'd love, I don't know whether you watched it. I didn't. You love that match because it's proper WWF 2000. 
That's the best way oh. to describe the way that match was put together. Yeah, I read this. Well, it, looks, it, was, it was like a super kind of, yeah, like a... It was like an Attitude Era match. Yeah. It was really good. They just nailed it. Brawls in the crowd, proper oh. heat for the for on the heel for the, for the baby face triumphant near the end. Oh, it was just beautifully told on what had been a really cracking night of wrestling. Mm. Full of nice surprises along the way. Yeah. And some weird surprises too, like Judas Macias turning up. Really? Like, yeah. What? And winning the Battle oh. Royal. Winning the Battle Royal managed by the Sinister Minister. Oh, oh yeah. Conan oh. rocked up. I'm amazed. Managing Mecha Wolf from Best Year 666. Oh. It's good that. Oh. Ric Flair couldn't find the hard cam. Of course. That was, uh, that was the thing. The hard cam couldn't find Flair. <laughs> <laughs> that, way. that was a great promo by Flair that he did uh, and just like thanking WWE for all the things they did and then telling some NWA stories it felt really mm. warm and friendly but I was gutted because he was doing it all to the back of the room and the hard camera was just, just looking, looking at, away like, from the camera being thanks Vince thanks Vince <laughs> yeah. for taking the territories and for ruining what was such a beautiful like just goes off like that could you imagine <laughs> <laughs> Cornette's just like sat somewhere in the distance you can just hear him gently golf clapping <laughs> it was um, it was a great show I really enjoyed it <laughs> Really enjoy. I love the aesthetic yeah. of the National Wrestling Alliance. That's all yeah. good. But what was in power like? Because the news I have is Awesome Kong announced her retirement. Yes, I've uh, I haven't seen Empower yet, but everything oh, I've okay. heard and read about Empower has been very positive. Awesome, so awesome been... power said. Yeah, awesome, pa awesome power. Awesome, awesome power. Awesome, awesome power. power is a great name. Awesome Kong said farewell. Said I want yes. to go out with Gail Kim. They had a lovely hug at the end. It was really yeah. nice. Um, by the way, if no one's because obviously it's youngins watch this. By the way, if you've not seen any Awesome Kong stuff, oh, oh my yeah, God. you need to see some Awesome Kong. Yes, like yeah. for sure. She's inc just incredible. The tight that she's. Or if you are a youngins watching, um, the um, the what was her name from from Glow? What was it? The Welfare Queen from Glow. <laughs> she was great in Glow. Oh yeah, yeah forgot about that. She was the Welfare yeah. Queen in Glow. She's flipping brilliant oh. in that. Uh, so with that empower a great Raw Rumble esque main event. A lot of people gave a little bit of heat to Chelsea Green winning, as opposed to a young in, in amongst the match. I was fine with Chelsea winning. It gave us a, a fun match in Chelsea and Camille on the following night. We had Camille versus Layla Hirsch, which was a great. Oh, group. that's right. They built up an AEW. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's now. where the that's where the meme did the rounds from that room. What else happened, Tom? Um, from <laughs> from that night. Well, I'm flogging my memory. Oh, of course. Um, uh, Alison Kay and Marty Bell, the Hex, become the first oh, NWA yeah, yeah. Women's Tag Team Champions in about a hundred years as well. Right. So, I, I'm, and it's great. It was a lovely tournament, real feel good tournament. Let's do something with the women's tag division. There, there seems to be a lot of women's tag team belts floating around, but somehow less women's tag team wrestling than there's ever been. Yes. <laughs> like, how is this a possible thing? I, I think, you know, when you've got the industry leader, not really, well, the industry leader in the US, not really kind of engaging yeah, not, not with it. Japan, and, and no. it it's, it's just like, I, I don't know, I, I, I guess in a way they, they kind of lead general, you know, run-of-the-mill vanilla wrestling taste, but I, we could really do with more. Like, mm. just tender love and care and, and attention paid to the booking of women's tag wrestling at the moment. Mm. I'm very excited to see Marsha Slamovich getting some love. Oh, that yes. Is, she's so good. She was on Desert Island Graps this week. Is she? Yeah. She was, yes. Yeah. She's, she's stunning. She was in the in the battle royal at the end. She was very, 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 very good. Sounds weird, but how does she talk? 
Uh, she's got like an American twang because she oh, okay. because she she lived basically between Moscow and New York. She traveled back and but forth. Is that legit though? Oh. Yeah, that's oh, legit. Okay, yeah. Right. No, she, she's legit so Russian. They, they, there's such a history of fake Russians. Yeah, we, we talk the, about I it. Check, like, are you actually Russian? We talk about it as well in, in Desert Island. Oh, okay, we talk cool. about like, like how you feel about like so many famous Russian yeah. wrestlers not yeah. being Russian wrestlers. And, but no, she, she legit is Have Russian. Have you actually seen any of Nikita Koloff's stuff? Yes. He's like, let's try to admit you for the month. It's like, what? It's the best. She's putting on a show in October for IWTV, uh, is Masha Slamovich, called Borscht at the Beach. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> I love wrestling so right, much. I'll, it's so good. Uh, also, I've got here because I didn't do it last week. It says, mention the cool fans Harvey and Ian at the NCL show that I went to, who were very nice, one of which had the Coolaholic shirt on. And I just forgot because so much stuff happened last week with the summer slams the next yeah. week. So thank you. Also, one of them knew where I lived, which is very worrying. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's yeah. I, I, oh, you shot yeah. the middle, don't you? Went, you just doxed oh, yeah. yourself. <laughs> yeah, really. I'm like, oh, no. It's not obvious, but no, nah, they were cool. And I thought that'd be a nice thing to end on. But the other thing, to obviously, the big news this week, Abba, oh. back after 40 years. And, and the day that Ross isn't on the podcast. I am going to score the most man points ever when I get my mom tickets to that. I'll have to probably sell a kidney, but oh my God, I'm going to go see ABBA live. Holograms of ABBA. It's going to be mental. Grew up on that music. Yeah. And Iron Maiden, weirdly. <laughs> yeah, you know what I found about Iron Maiden this week? Um, the guy who does the voiceover, for, to the voiceover, the intro to uh, Number of the Beast, mm -hmm. that number of the Beast is 600. Yeah. He's the same guy who does the uh, intro to Count Docula. <laughs> was it nice. not? I thought it was Vincent Price, wasn't it? No, I thought it was Vincent Price yeah. as well. No, it's some guy doing that kind wow, of stuff. Okay. Multitasking. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh. I love that. That's very cool. Yeah. I like that. I must say, um, I'm glad that. Hall of Fame. Go on, Tom. Duck you love. Um, I'm glad Abba's back. Yes. I'm going to let you finish. I'm glad you're back. Hologram is great. I think the new songs are a bit rubbish. Come on, Tom, they're in their I'm 70s. I'm sorry. Tom, they're in their 70s. I'm sorry. Tom, in this, it's ABBA. I it's know. Like, it's like, you know, it's like if, Led, it, like if Led Zeppelin got back together, right? Yeah, but The music ain't going to be the same. But it's still Led Zeppelin. But they, they make... It's still Led Zeppelin. They make disco bangers and they gave us a dirge. It was like the return of Dino Spumoni and Hey Arnold. No, but they wrote ballads. They wrote a lot of different genres sure. of music. <laughs> no, but the, but the, I think I was... I think maybe I was ready... For like you that. just wanted you wanted seventies and I just yeah. thought, oh it's been a lovely time but there's a lot of that yeah. in Abba's repertoire anyway but I just yeah thought, like you, a hell of a lot of it and, and, yeah. then, but, and then the second song they, they they had as well I can't remember what it's called but it sounds like oh, that's a good one, right yeah. but what, listen to it does it not sound like back in the days of WCW where they said Jimmy Hart we really want um, we really want gimme 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 as a as a song, yes. <laughs> Can you do a rework that doesn't get us copyright suit? <laughs> I I've got to be careful what I say because if my mum sees this, she will flay me. But I, you know, no, it, she'll flame me. That's I, fine. If I agree with you, I get flayed too, Tom. Fair. So it's you know I I don't know I I'm I'm excited to see them. This is like Hooven to Guerrero come back versus Jericho and be like, people like me going yay Hooven yay Hooven <laughs> and then I'm having a match and be like. Uh, a bit ropey. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> it's bad. been a while since he's done this, pal. Yeah, like, you Him gotta... coming back. If Abba came back after 40 years and had songs just as good as they did, then that's Maybe then the greatest band not? in the history of the planet. Why not? And, you know, like, I'm never really a hologram guy, but the fact that they've been able to be hands-on with it. And... Oh, yeah, you're not. <laughs> 
<laughs> I nearly swore at you there. Um, I, I nearly swore on your behalf. The, um, the, the fact that they're getting involved with it and the fact that they're actually, you know, helping produce uh, is a lot better to me than, say, the Dio situation, which is just very delicate. And Wendy Dio wants, you know, everybody to still experience Dio live. But it's just odd that Dio's still touring as a hologram. And it's odd when you look at it. was cool, but it was odd when you saw, like, the two-pack hologram. But I don't know, with them being so involved with it, it's more like, oh, okay. And they've got a big mm. purpose-built arena. Oh, oh. I think it'll be an amazing experience. Look, I, I'm, I'm always rather be happy than not. I do. I wonder so what the crack's th- going to be, though, for, for seats, because holograms, I'm fairly sure, you have to still see them front on, otherwise they're just flat. Oh, I did wonder if it's going to work from every perspective. So unless it's all seated facing forward, or all the seats are kind of tilted forward, because oh. it's purpose-built, so they're going to have something in mind. But if not, then I reckon they'll be like a... Look at us talking about Abba. Uh, there'll be like a... You know, when there's like a center stage or something, and they'll probably flip between different areas of the arena, right. maybe. Like, so that everybody gets a bit of, like, a you know, a front-on experience with it. But Will it be different in everywhere, every place they go, where they'll be like, how are we feeling tonight in Manchester? <laughs> this, is, this is the future, Manchester though. Manchester, like, England. The thing is, though, like, this is potentially the future for, for WWE to some degree with you could... Oh, no. If there was a way that you could um, take a, a hologram and make it 3D and make it projectable... You could literally just show old matches live. So you could run a greatest ever WWE card with, you know, the greatest matches you've ever seen. I imagine that tech is like 50 years away, 100 years away. But if the company's still around at that point, you've got to know that you're going to be able to probably one day go see Hogan Andre. And on the same card, you'll see Rock Austin. And on the same card, you'll see TLC2. And it'll just be like, what? And you'll just be watching yeah. these like laser beams. Right. Macho Man versus Abba. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Soundtrack by Dio. Guess we're going to two punch your cause. We rock! <laughs> I was hoping it would be wrestlers facing holograms. So uh, like could, the giant yeah. versus <laughs> yeah. Somehow the hologram can attack you, but you can't attack it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. Saudi Arabia's going to be the easiest thing ever. Can we have friends right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah anybody you want. Them. We can have three if you want. Do you want Lutez? <laughs> Cheese fair wrestler. <laughs> can have three. <laughs> Red Andre, green Andre. <laughs> oh, oh. What a great story. What a great podcast. It's not yet. <laughs> Can't shoot your load. Yeah, that's the podcast. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> that was the news. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Ah, that's time for everyone's favorite segment, the Hall of Fame. And last week's resulting condescending order. Oh. Andrew X. Beryl, the SummerSlam punishment than a coop chicken. 16%. <laughs> what? I genuinely thought that was a shoe Yeah, in, but... it was so cringe. I had to stop it like three times. I thought he I, I, you, you appreciate I, I had this. to like take like five minute breaks. And yeah. then it was just sat staring at me at my TV. And I was like, <laughs> oh, press play. So I said it was like watching Uncut Gems. That yes. Living <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack's Little Night Out. Twi- 23. No, hang on. The thing that Jack was still recovering from last week got more votes than oh, one of the best was... things Andrew's done on the channel and the best things he's put out in forever. Fu- and I'm Jack furious. In, Jack, come, you know what? Finally, make an appearance because you're not here to defend yourself. So here we go. The personification of passive aggressivism. Uh, hey, I'm nagging me. Like, oh, no, the Hall of Fame. I've got it. 
I went out with my mate last night. <laughs> Second place. All, Second all place. I'm gonna say, all I'm gonna say is that that night got got needlessly hairy drunk wise. I don't think we were prepped <laughs> to be that drunk, but we got drunk. We got drunk. I'm was... happy for you. Really, I am. But all right. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because first place by a country mile. The emotional fan from CM Punk's Rampage debut, 61%. I was a little surprised at that, but looking back at it, people weren't voting because, yay, emotional dude. I think people are going, yes, I understand completely, mate. CM yeah. Punk's back. I'm emotional and a fan. So, well done there, Ross. Oh, you're not here. <laughs> so, who sits there? Ross sits there. Oh, you okay. can be Ross. You can go first. Uh, I Okay, I'm going to put in to the Carholic Hall of Fame, Dr. Now from My 600 Pound Life. <laughs> <laughs> what? Doctor Now. Doctor now. now. So my six hundred pound life. It's a show. I think it's on Discovery. I think. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. One you of know. the one of those brilliant Discovery shows as that network falls further and further. From, oh from yeah, the it's race. dropping into yeah. the abyss. And so basically, it's it's, it's it's very big people, and they have to finally get themselves in order, and it documents their journey. Yeah. Uh, nine, ten months plus of of losing the weight, and part of that journey is going to see this expert. Uh, in weight loss called Dr. Now. Now, the majority of these stories are they'll go in, they will... Um, they'll speak to Doctor Now. He'll put them on a on a diet plan, and he'll Sorry, check. Can you, can you hear the typing? Oh, looking there. up Doctor Doctor Now. There he is. There we go. Look at Doctor Now. That's Doctor Now from my six hundred pound life. There's your boy. There is your boy. Look at him. Now the majority of I, times, I like he looks like a sad old tabby cat. <laughs> <laughs> the majority of times, they'll come in and he'll give advice, and they'll follow the path, and you watch their journey back. Yeah. It's great. But you get some people on this show who are just horrible people who just right. who will and Doctor now will say right you've got to lose 100 pounds in a month and yeah. they'll just keep eating and then they'll go in and they'll get weighed and they'll be like you're up 30 pounds and then they have to go into this little room and is face it, doctor now is it like an addiction thing or is it more when it's the horrible people is it more like a uh, uh, well i don't need this help yeah oh. yeah it's a lot of, a lot of them are like that and it, and they'll go in and doctor now will go okay you meant to lose 100 pounds you've put 30 on oh. and it'll be the excuses they go hey i didn't do anything different i I didn't do anything different. I, I followed the diet to the letter, and he's and he's just he's just cutting and withering. You're like, well, you haven't because you put thirty pounds on, and there's no like no softness to him at all. I think one person like a proper like late nineties TV specialist yeah. type, like no, no, no. <laughs> They'll claim it's water weight, and he'll go, I can assure you, £100 is not water weight. <laughs> and it's just, it's when they go in and they've got an attitude with him that he's just yeah. so withering and cutting. On YouTube, you can watch Dr. Now's most savage moments. Right. And that so it shows you just how in the zeitgeist oh, so he got the little he sunglasses that people have to put on. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah, he's, really and it's just, when it's... what it's well, They just drop in it. Me, 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 me! Oh! It's those moments when you're watching somebody who you who is generally not a nice soul and you watch them get weighed and it tells you like they go into the room, they get weighed and like they're 30 pounds up and they should have been 150 pounds down. And then you're kind of going, here we go. Now they're going to go into the little room and then you see Dr. Now coming in and he's just looking angry yeah. immediately. Oh. And you're like, here we go. So not only is it exploiting like these people's situations, now it's like, oh, I hope this person hasn't lost weight. Oh. So Dr. Now can have a go. This sounds so like a really vicious cycle, this TV program. It really, now, now there are some people that go on there who are genuinely lovely and you pull in for them. 
And you can see Dr. Now's attitude change when he knows that they're really going for it. And you love to see it. I like to see it when they come out the other side. But at the same time, when somebody's horrible, like you kind of, and they kind of use excuses when you know you've watched the footage and you yeah. know they've they've ducked and dived and avoided the diet and all this stuff. You you kind of want Doctor Now to, to to tear him apart in the next bit. Does he does he have the ultimate weapon though? Does he just go off on one and at the end he goes, you know what? I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed. He can't, he'll go that thing. And go well. It's you. That just cuts so no, no, no. much. He'll no, go. Sam, it's I've you. Seen this. He goes. He go. When do you want me to lose the weight? He looks at the camera and goes, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I wish he did. Cameron pushes right in and it pulls out and they're on a set. Yeah. <laughs> All these people <laughs> sing along. But he'll just if it, I think he'll quite he'll go, look, it's it's you that needs to lose the weight here. Like yeah. you'll you you will die. Like and if that he'll 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 tell him like it is. Yeah. Like and so that's why I want to put him in. When when people are are, are arsy in that show. <laughs> I think they deserve a cutting down from Doctor Now, and he's oh, so the edit to make them look like horrible people. So it's like, oh, right. I, I just, <laughs> it's, it's interesting seeing how media works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, maybe there's a bit of that. Maybe there's a bit of that. I My just, I, six hundred pound light starring a bunch of arseholes and Doctor Now <laughs> and Doctor Now, who but, is not but, an arsehole. But he's become such a such a, a star that you can book him on cameo. Doctor Now, right? So I'd like him to, I'd like him to a cameo for me at some point, just just shouting at me for putting weight on. Yeah, if I had one, you of need those, to lose the so weight. Helpful. No. <laughs> no! <laughs> you need Happy to birthday, Tom. <laughs> you need to lose the weight. One. Sorry, I had the script the wrong way around. <laughs> Get milk. Right, that's a chopping list. Sorry. I, I yeah. So Doctor Now for the Hall of Fame for me from my oh. six hundred pound life. Beautiful. Lovely. I do like Doctor Now, but prefer from Russian with love. <laughs> from Russian with love. <laughs> with loaf. Come on. Uh. <laughs> that's, that's a good shout. Do you expect me to talk? No, I expect you to diet. Oh! oh. That's pretty good, though, actually. Um, <laughs> I'm eager to hear what Sam Scox hasn't said yet, so I'm going to say mine now. I've been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed Black Flag. This yes. past week. Oh, yeah. um, Lovely game. Because I've never played Assassin's Creed before and thought now would be a good time. So I was a bit surprised when I'm like, oh, cool. I'm an assassin who's, well, the pirate's doing an assassin thing. Yeah. And I went, whoa, 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 whoa. hello, you're in the video game place. And yeah. Like, oh, you're not real, like, assassin? Yeah, they've like scaled up the animus and now it's like uh, this weird collective secret experience project. Oh, that they can also, yeah, mm, sort of. Yeah, yeah. And it's, oh, I love that game. It got like a load of, of negativity from a lot of the, the more diehard fans. Right, this is what I was going to segue it because I've asked people, what do you think of it? And they're like, oh, yeah, no, because it's not very Assassin's Creed-y. It's more piratey. But I love but pirates. That's my point. My nomination this week is pirates. Yeah. No. I want to go in immediately. Because <laughs> I've just realized like, yeah. Pirates are cool. Pirates are something that I enjoyed as a kid. Yeah. Arr. And now I'm an adult. I'm like, oh, I still like pirates. <laughs> I, like, I, Muppet Treasure Island, yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, especially the later Paul Virgil. It's got weird. Paul Virgil. Yeah. <laughs> Jean-Pierre Lafitte. Jean-Pierre yes. Lafitte. Ah, in his your jacket, Brett. In his little tour boat. And it was like, <laughs> on my ship. And he's in the galley of what looks like just a small fishing vessel. <laughs> uh. And I, the fact that I learned via the Simpsons history posting page that stereotype of pirates speaking like I be pirate is because of one of the first pirate films they did uh, in the Hollywood period it must be in the 50s um, they based it on the West Country accent 
Oh god! Yeah. So that's why now, even to this day, it's like, all right. I thought it was the new pirate the... film. I mean, like, of course, Ben Kingsley is the a... head pirate. I'm Ben Kingsley. I thought it was because the west in the West Country was where like the the shipping area was. Oh, makes sense. And, and, I, and I, pirates came. I was going to say there were probably pirates that definitely spoke with that accent because mm. we have such a history yeah. of you know giving the world pirates. <laughs> that, that'd be uh, weird. <laughs> I'm from Havana. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get to Nassau. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> it's, Coliseum. It's like straight up pirates are awesome. If you've never read Treasure Island, it is one of my favorite books. It's amazing. And have you seen Black Sails? No, I've heard good things oh, about that. Is it's, it good? It's, if you, so you've read Treasure Island, right? Oh, yeah, you yeah. know the story. Of, so it's all about Captain Flint's gold. And, uh, yeah. So uh, Black Flag is about... Uh, sorry, Black Flag. Uh, Black Sails is about Captain Flint's gold and the origins oh, of all okay. of that. And it's like, please, if, if there is a god and all is right in the world, in like 15 years' time, can we get this whole cast back together and do Treasure Island? Because Ooh. Black Sails is so good. It's so good. It's so good. Oh, thank it's you for so the recommendation. Good. But you, you should definitely check it out. I think it's all on Prime. I be Doctor now. <laughs> the opening scene. That you need to lose your booty. But the opening scene of Black Sails is like uh, it's a pirate attack on a ship from the perspective of the people being attacked, and then oh, okay. it, it's like mental. It's so good, and then it just flips, and all the pirates were just kind of working yeah, all yeah. of these soldiers and sailors, and it was like it's all just kind of a bit wrestling. I love yeah, it because yeah. ah. I even watched. <laughs> There was like was it the ninety five film called just pirates? Or yes. Something or... Yeah. I think because it ends. I don't know why I remember this, but I mean, all the reviews. It's great when you watch a film yeah. as a kid and like, as an adult. It's like the reviews were horrible. It bombed. Like oh, I liked it. <laughs> but it's at the very end, this um, uh female pirates taking on the big boss, and the guy's like, "Yeah, what are you gonna do? I'm a man. I'm stronger than you." And he's like, "Yeah, whatever." Takes off this big. Uh, like blanket thing and it's a yeah. cannon it's like yeah stitch this <laughs> kaboom just flies off like team rocket like blackbeard's blasting cool. off again <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back in pirates oh no no I won't oh no but uh yeah it's just how cool they are and yeah, yeah like one interpretation's like um Dark, dark sails was it uh black sails black sails yeah. sorry yeah makes sense um, and just reading stuff like Oh, which pirate was it that would have little fireworks? Uh, I think that was Blackbeard. I think yeah, that would have such a big beard. He's like, oh, I'm not scared of him. He's just one dude with a big beard. Shows up his beard's got fire. He's got guns on, like fuses and stuff, and he'd light them to look. But that's part of Black Sail shows you like there is an element of pageantry to terrifying the people you're boarding. So they've got like some of them have like fake teeth. It is like super wrestlingy. I was about to say like what a great like and then there's and then on, on top of that, you have like islands and places like Nassau where there is a lot of politics involving well the British first and foremost, but then the pirates themselves and the plunder that they're all going to go after, whether they're going to work together or they're going to oh. screw each other over. And it, it is just wrestling. It, yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So pirates from Hook to the the guys in the game overboard overboard <laughs> yeah oh, there we go. wow wait Russ isn't here we oh, have to, do not have to press no you press a button no <laughs> but we all got it though what a game cooler world let's Klonoa uh, uh, <laughs> oh yeah there we go <laughs> Steph, demo, one, demo one, demo one. That's right, B team, B team. <laughs> <laughs> Let's 
Let's just not do this week in wrestling. Let's just talk about games. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Just, we'll talk about spit well, boring. Let's just do triple Every jumps. Every time we go, if we go to a bit in Raw or SmackDown that we don't like or boring, we're like, eh, whatever. Hey, wa- yeah. Warrior Land Two, eh? Oh, but actually, before that, was that, very good, Sam. Yes. So mine is mine's a little bit more grounded in the wrestling world. I've been watching a lot of uh, Kevin Nash interviews fairly recently, and I think this might have been brought up before on the podcast, but I'm going to try again. Um, it, my pick is Kevin Nash's wheezing. <laughs> and it's one specific one specific shoot interview he does where he is, for some reason, inexplicably, oh, doing a shoot interview while eating a plate of ravioli. <laughs> like a bottomless plate of ravioli. <laughs> and it's like, so what did you think of, like, Sean? And, and at the time, like, was there any politics backstage with, like, this? And how did Vince look at this? And he's just like... <gasps> And just eat it. And he's mic'd so uncomfortably close that, like, Kevin, of course he's going to make dad noises while he eats. He's a dad. Can you, can you, while he's telling this, can you... <laughs> Kevin Nash raviolis or something. Because you, you're doing it a lot of justice. Yeah. But it, it's, there's so it's, much it's, stuff it's, going on. It's, it's like, like a barrage of things. Like, there shouldn't be an interview being conducted at the same time as a meal. Yeah. There's and people, then on top of it, in the background there's people in the background. It, so you like, hear, like, you know, <laughs> so what do you think about Sean? It's like, hey, you're in my And then on top of it... <laughs> No. There is there is actually a compilation no. of just the Weezers, I think. Yes, but there is. it's there you go. This is it. <laughs> it's just surreal. Like, everything. It's it's, it's like if, it's, it's like watch us every week on Twitch. It's on like if David on. Lynch produced a shoot interview. It's just none of it makes sense. I reckon. <laughs> I, again, interrupt again because there's so much stuff. Not only is the is it a, a live thing, it's not framed properly. I'm mean, obviously the yeah. Dylan Nash here, it's so it's off a lot, there. He? But he's having to hold his microphone. Yes, like here. While he eats, and it's and like, he's he's asked, it's like so we think, yeah, and as can, he's you eating, can hear like you know the, the teeth on the fork, you can hear everything. It's not his fault. It's just a weird setup. <laughs> it's as pink like, as the logo. Yeah. As well, I think I think I read up somewhere that this took place actually in Gargano's restaurant, which is Johnny Gargano's family's. I've heard that as well. Place so that, that just ties it in even more beautifully because that's <laughs> the same restaurant. Obviously, Adam Cole would go to and all those really threatening NXT promos. Yeah. But, but like, you're, you're through there, the is table. A, there is a supercut. There is just a supercut of just... <laughs> I really like want that. the story oh, behind how this God. got set up. I think it might be one of those things where... Been, you know those like lovely videos they've done on Colaholic like about the uh, WF's first... The story of... Yeah. The, story uh, of. Uh, the Summer of Punk. Kevin Nash and, and Julian Howe, yes, thank you. Oh, yeah. uh, Kevin Nash and the ravioli. What yeah. happened? Like, I, I, what happened? I, the what? only way what I can happened? think about this happening, like logically how it could have happened, is there are a lot of uh, podcasts and and things like that. Like I know Cornette used to do it. I think that Conrad does it or did it with Bruce at some point uh, and various other talents. But they'll get like... Uh, like a Red Lobster or they'll, they'll book out like a, a suite at a restaurant like a chain mm. and then fans come along they have like a kind of like a live meal and chat but I believe the meal and chat usually take place at separate times I don't know but it just it's one of the most baffling things one of the most baffling did, bits of wrestling media yeah, out there did, and I, did, did I, did I look can't at it stop going, watching it it's like a slow motion car crash yeah like alright so podcast centre with uh, fully, we should have brought fully, ravioli fully to the table booth. here today. Uh huh. <laughs> is that much? Gargano's restaurant. <laughs> Twenty twenty dollars, and you as long as you bring your own mic. Fantastic. There we go. <laughs> Did Diamond Dallas Page do one? Because they could call it a mukbang. Oh god. Oh. 
one thing. Come I, back was, soon, I, Ross was, and Jack. I was I was actually fighting whether to put Kevin Nash's Weezers or your Akira shirt into the Hall of Fame. Ooh. Oh, that is a sweet. I want to see what it looks like on these lovely cameras rather than my oh. crappy one. So. Oh. It looks lovely. Oh. Yeah. Oh, what a film. It's about what yourself. A film. But yes, I've tried, I've brought this up many times, so it would be good to see. You know what? If Pirates gets beaten by Kevin Nash's Ravioli. <laughs> I or want indeed, Pirates to win. Or indeed the other pick, Dr. Now. <laughs> the fiendish <laughs> Dr. Now. I think, I think Dr. Now probably have a word with Kevin Nash and go, you need to eat less ravioli. <laughs> He's just you like in peak yeah, physical for another condition. five grand. <laughs> he's just like, he just stood there, chiselled out of marble at like the age of fifty. You need to lose a hundred pounds. Like, you need to lose a hundred pounds, Kev. It's just like, <laughs> can you imagine him just giving him the jackknife, just doctored oh, out straight out of like a put. second story window <laughs> through his van? Yeah. I stand by it. <laughs> yeah. Well, those are three picks of the picture on this week. <laughs> Doctor now, pirates, just pirates, Dalton. just pirates in general. Yeah, or, and uh, Kevin Nash. Versus ravioli? Or yeah, Kevin, Kevin Nash is wheezing. wheezing. Yeah. <laughs> just Kevin Nash is wheezing. Just the, I hope <gasps> people that don't listen to the podcast see that and go... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I've never noticed they look that at it before. And go, didn't even know he liked Pokemon. Patreon.com forward slash Kulaholic. That says, this week in the wrestling, it's this bloody week in the wrestling. <laughs> the week in wrestling. Oh, this week in wrestling, isn't it? It should be that week of wrestling, given that it's in the it's past. Bloody week of wrestling. Our week of wrestling. A week of wrestling. This week of the wrestling. <laughs> yeah. It's just stuff from 2000. Bull yeah. Buchanan. <laughs> Yay! Well, we might as well talk about that rather than what happened on Raw because of multiple advertised matches. Bobby Lashley versus Sheamus. John Morrison versus The Miz. And Eva Marie versus Dewdrop did not take place on the show. Do we not start with SmackDown normally? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Raw's, why is Raw here? Oh, no. What is Raw doing oh, in the impact no. zone? Boogery bugger. Why is Raw there? Sorry, SmackDown is, Smackdown is at the end of uh, <laughs> there we go. the page. Every final page. Page five. Ross page and Jack five, come back everybody. soon. Ross and Jack come back yeah, soon. Yeah, I look missing you. Should we leave that in? Might as well. Yeah, leave that in. So people fine. go, that's why we want the real team in. And we're like, all right, you got us there. And by real team, we mean... Abba. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that'd be, I'd no love doubt for be Abba to do a, this next week. That'd be great. Could Holograms. Be a, do this, and then we'll do Fortnite or something. <laughs> anyway, where are we? I'm back at school. Could you Smack imagine Abba results? returning in Fortnite? <laughs> <laughs> there was something in the air that... I, shh, shh, not anymore, there isn't. Smackdown. Let's do it three bits here. Here is Becky Lynch. The jacket makes her look like a matador to say she's back on top. A year and a half ago, she blah, blah, blah. She picked up, said some bunch of stuff. She knows that some people are unhappy with her, but she is sorry for absolutely nothing. Oh! Blah, blah, blah. The fans like that uh, because it's Becky Lynch finally returning. Yes. Uh, the crowd are not willing to boo her just now. No. But they do like Bianca Belair, who comes out, still gets cheered. Yeah. She isn't about to make excuses because that isn't who she is, but she isn't good about SummerSlam. And then Liv Morgan and Zelina come out going, hi, we haven't lost this week yet. And then they have a three. <laughs> and Zelina Vega is currently zero and eight. So clearly no hard feelings there. Yeah. In the past. Yeah. Weird. That I'm, they had Becky Lynch come out and back and, and return as a as a buddy. I've, I've found this strange since it was kind of, well, I mean, the, I didn't agree with the situation with Bianca losing so quickly, even if it meant that Becky was going to be heel. Simply because 
Bianca deserved more than to be squashed like that. And like just at the most base level, uh, they could have, there was so much dead time that they used with Rick Boogs and Nakamura that you're telling me you couldn't just cut one of those things and give them five minutes. But it felt like, because afterwards it was almost like a press release of like WWE is turning Becky Lynch heel. And it was mm. like, well, yeah, now you are. But was that the plan? Like, what, what's, what's the situation? Apparently it was the plan. Do you know yeah. whose plan it was? Who? Becky Lynch. Yes. Yeah. Becky Lynch wanted to come back. As yeah. a heel. Apparently so. She'd seen Roman's work recently and was like... Oh, I want to do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At a... Look, right, we yep. might be watching this in six months' time going, oh, Becky Lynch, best heel in the yeah, business. Yeah, exactly. But there's a big difference between Roman Reigns and Becky Lynch mm-hmm. in terms of Roman was already getting booed. And, and Becky was already over back. as all hell. Becky is really liked, mm-hmm. but so is Belair. So I'm just going to wait and see, which is one of those cop-out terms, yeah, I guess, because it could happen, like I said. you don't you? Like, it, it, right you now, it ain't. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see, what, see where we go yeah. with that. And there was a bunch of rematches because it's SmackDown, so skip the important bit. Baron Corbin, <laughs> now in a new suit and a hat, drives ah. up in a nice car and says you can now all call him Happy Corbin. <laughs> oh. We got there. Corbin is in the arena, now of a slow machine-themed Titantron video that says winner, and he dances in the ring where the red ropes are waiting on him. He's ready to file for bankruptcy on Monday and says everything was our. Now, though, everything is back. It looks incredible. You get a series of him gambling in Las Vegas and making a ton of money. He is now the mayor of Jackpot City. <laughs> His wife even welcomed him back with Wagyu beef. And now he's talking to Big E and says, Look, Big E, eh, you don't need that briefcase. <laughs> and he says, uh, You know, even though Big E's kids need braces, he refuses to sell. Instead, he offers to sell him half a sandwich, a pencil, or an Arkansas Razorbacks plushie. He tells him to hit the bricks. Corbin does so completely an awesome song. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, oh, baby face Corbin, that'll never work. Corbin, Here we are. So heel Becky could work. Corbin's but. great. Like, Corbin uh, has clearly ticked all the boxes. He's on TV all the time. They they must love him backstage, and he does pretty much everything that's asked of him. Uh, I don't know what more anybody could want from him. If you still don't like Baron Corbin now... I, I yeah, don't think you're like ever going to get it, but like, I, it's even down to like everybody, like, <laughs> everybody kind of going on about the King thing getting stale, and it's like that was the point. I always felt like Corbin would make such a big deal about being King of the Ring, and like, he was King for so long, and he would, he was the only person that rocked up with the crown and cape. He was the only person that kept insisting he was King, and he was better than everybody else. He was a King in his own mind, and that's why you're supposed to feel like, ah, oh, just go away, stop wearing the crown. Like, you're supposed to feel that. Because I think quite a few other kings did He thinks he's it. cooler than he is, though. Like, this yeah. is the thing, and everybody kind of got a bit, like, burnt out on it. And so I do understand it went on for a while, but... And he didn't really have the best of stuff to play with, story-wise, but it did work in terms of his character. Like, he is that that douche who would just mm-hmm. go off like that, and right now he's running around being all winner, winner, winner. What, you didn't like that storyline where you had a team and then he didn't have a team? Or, you know, <laughs> dog food? <laughs> dog? Oh, yeah. All right, yeah. Being Shorty G every week. Yeah. Oh, you're Shorty you're G. You're short. Crap. You're right. I'll call myself Shorty was G. It? Ah, I so call myself Shorty G. Did it, it started with, was it, it, did it start with Corbin, then went to Sheamus, then went to Corbin, then went back to Sheamus? Or was it Shamus, yeah. then Corbin, then Sheamus? Yeah, then and Corbin. Shorty G just they, had, couldn't get enough of losing both of them. They legitimately just, they would, uh, you know, something would come up for one of them, like either Sheamus or uh, Corbin, and it'd be like, right, swap in. 
and it would just carry on as if yeah. that had been the story all along. And it's like, what? Like, he was wrestling Corbin for the last three weeks, and now Sheamus is just standing in going, you're short. Like, yes. Anyway, he's good now, isn't he? Uh, I thought they were going to go with the... The obvious thing of went to Vegas and gambled. Oh no, shit! Oh, I've no. lost everything. No, he's like I'm a bit. Oh, but no, he's like no. I'm back to being happy because now you're right. I've been, he's gonna keep on being happy, Corbin, trying yeah. to buy stuff. Oh, I lose it all again. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, you hope there's an end game for this, but with, I think with a lot nah. of things like yeah, we always hope that WWE is is the UK office. It always inevitably becomes the US office with stories. We're like, we haven't got a finish point. We're just going to keep on going and we'll figure it out as we go. Yeah. It's a weird analogy. Well, the UK is, office yeah. always had like, was always planned to be two seasons and a Christmas special. And that was yeah. it. Whereas the US office just kind of kept going and going. And it going became and its, going its own beast, going and going didn't it? Going. With its own right. distinct humor. And, right, yeah, right. It was, not, okay. it was a dig on neither the US nor the UK office. Oh, okay. It was more just a case of the UK office. I was going to say, was... you've got to be careful with that because I've, I, I'm, you know, I don't, I'm not going to reveal where my allegiances stand. No, that's the I like them both. But, uh, but yeah, if you say that one's better than the other, people really don't like it. People really don't like it. There was a guy. <laughs> on... not? If you say you've got a preference. Yeah, well, if oh. you like the UK one, people tend to be more understanding. But if you go, well, the other one's better, people go, you what? Uh, it's like if. Because me and my friends talk about this. If you go to a Blur fan and it's like, oh, Oasis are better, they don't care. Yeah. If you go to an Oasis fan and say Blur are better, they really care. Yeah. Mm. No, well, that, you know, that kind of speaks volumes as to uh, your average uh, Oasis mega fan. That's what oh, I'm going to say. No, They're great. No. They've got a lot of good That's songs. but You know what? Yeah, so who are you <laughs> in that little feud? Um, AEW. No, no, no. Uh, we're Blur and Oasis. Mm. Uh, pulp. Oh. <laughs> I think Blur wrote catchier, <laughs> like, catchier, more like of the moment, younger songs. But Oasis have written an equal amount of bangers, and Oasis wrote Acquiesce. Yeah, and maybe they've both oh. written great songs, and we don't have to choose which one we like. That's we not what I asked. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the Bloodline is on their way to the ring, and Paul Heyman tries to hand him Roman Reigns the title. Reigns says Heyman is coming with them because he is family, and Reigns loves him. Oh, isn't that nice? Oh. Uh, Blood Line with a big family celebration. Rain takes his time listening to the fans booing him, so Paul Heyman says the people have the chance to acknowledge him. In addition, you may cheer for the Usos as well. <laughs> God. Uh, Heyman says, we have seen enough of John Cena. He's beaten. He's gone. Bye. See you at Suicide Squad 2. Uh, Q Finn Balor to say that a lot of people are talking about the Universal title, but he was wanting to challenge for the title himself. Mm. Balor doesn't trust anyone around here though when he isn't waiting around said he wants to start a shot next week on Smackdown nice. there's no answer but Balor charges at the three of them to start the brawl give the Street Profits to go after the Usos so a bunch of house show matches around the horn uh, Balor hits the coup de grace on Jay as an annoyed Reigns watches from the stage to end the show the challenge didn't get an answer mm. so I guess next week you can come out and go yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't say yeah. Yeah, there'll be some sort mm. of weird shenanigans that'll build to some sort of pay-per-view match I imagine yeah, I'm all right with that. Yeah. Because Bella did kind of look like, you know, the dud in the situation was like, hello, Cena, Cena. Move the way, Finn. <laughs> all right, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. But, there yeah, was yeah. a story in the news uh, today, actually, 
uh, from Finn Balor, who was did an interview with BT Sport, and before coming back to SmackDown, he'd pitched to go to NXT UK instead. Oh, so <laughs> what? Yeah, so he said he, he said he felt his time running down on NXT, and then somebody said, "Hey, come do some stuff on SmackDown." He went, "Um, how about I go to NXT UK instead? I'll do that." And he went, "Nah, come SmackDown. Come on." That would have been. Are you all right, Finn? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been huge for NXT UK. Massive I think, I think it's NXT one of the UK. things that NXT UK is really. Not in need of, but it would be a, a good get for them. Would be you know an established US TV name that people can go and see regularly for an extended period of time in the UK. I think when they get Running, back in front of fans, you know, they'll do over that, that division, yeah. I do think so. Yeah. Once they're back in front of fans, I think you'll see a name from Raw or SmackDown go and do a, 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 an extended run in NXT UK. Yeah. I think it'll help things. I think Balor would have been perfect. Yeah. Balor and Dragonoff. Do you not want Balor and Dragonoff? No, I wonder. Woo! Yeah, it'd be great. Balor and Rampage. Oh. Woo! oh, give me that. Oh, give me that. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, being all positive. <laughs> uh, so SmackDown, Raw's next. Yeah. Yes, multiple advertised match. Blah blah. Uh, the company opened the show with Damien Priest's open challenge. And the segment was used to set up two top matches played on the episode, United States Championship match between Priest, McIntyre, and Sheamus, and RK Bro versus Lashley and MVP for the Raw Tag Team titles. Nice. In the first half belt, Priest, McIntyre, and Sheamus produced a fantastic 21-minute match. They did. The Scottish Warrior thought he had the match won down the stretch, but Priest caught him with the reckoning for the surprise one, two, three. Well, there's a newsflash for you. McIntyre and Sheamus have a good match. I know, That's right? But with Priest in there as well, like this was the best match on Monday Night Raw. Oh, this yeah. The best yeah. match on Raw. If you want to watch one thing of Raw, this was a watch that. Was oh, actually, there's two. There's two things to watch on Raw. <laughs> the other one I don't think is in these particular notes, but it was on Monday Night Raw where we had um, Nia Jax versus Charlotte Flair. Oh, God, it's crazy how like a few days pass and you forget about really yeah. important things, isn't it? Well, anyway, Rhea Ripley defeated Shayna Baszler. It was it was all right. Uh, Viking Raiders defeated Jinder Mahal. Oh yeah, missing. Carrying Cross defeated oh, whatever. Umberto. Oh, yeah, you're Don't right. you whatever Umberto Carrillo? No, he may I, not be getting I'm as not, much love, but I love that man. I promise you, I'm not dimples. whatevering Carrillo. <laughs> Simple dimples. <laughs> Nia Jax defeated Charlotte Flair. Now, first of all, it's weird that Nia Jax would be beating Charlotte Flair. At this point, with yeah, Dijax is just having a thing with Shayna Baszler where they're forever feuding. I, I'm, I thought Charlotte Flair and was Charlotte Flair gonna... was gearing up for a match against Alexa Bliss. But this is this Raw that we watched on oh, Monday night. Alexa Bliss wasn't there. Well, was she there. was there, but she was she was on the first and second rewrites of Monday Night Raw. But then you... when when Vince went, ah, I feel like eh, yeah. something, uh, decided to write her off the third rewrite. You can achieve a couple of things by having that shock victory over Charlotte, though, because one, it rocks Charlotte, and it can you know you can sew in that storyline uncertainty after such a long and then two, it, it bolsters mm. Nia's kind of standing as a threat that's able to take down Charlotte Flair while she continues a feud with Baszler. Yeah. Maybe they were told, look, you know what, can you just do something, take people asking us, so where is Sasha Banks? Because mm. uh, currently no one knows. Also, where's Kofi Kingston? Yeah, all these other pesky questions were getting asked. I don't know what was up with this match, but both of them were definitely off. I know a yes. lot of people really have it in for Nia Jax because she exists. But me looking at this, no, I, I'm not a wrestler. No, I don't pretend to know about it. Charlotte Flair looked like she'd rather be doing her accounts backstage I'd, I'd read than having the, this match. I'd read Bull, uh, Bully Ray's sort of take on oh, it. Oh, what does Bully and, Ray and have to he say? He was saying that the there was... <laughs> 
I can't do his accent. Can you just do me out? Do you know who I am? Uh, But like, he, I think he said that there was a a segment a little bit earlier in the show which also involved Naya doing a run-in or something. Yeah, and she hit Rhea Ripley. Yeah, where he was like, maybe it could have stemmed from that. Maybe it could have been a disagreement about something that happened there and then that's just bubbled over, bubbled over. But he said by the time Charlotte's making her entrance, Naya is just burning holes through it with her eyes in a way that even by wrestling standards, that's a bit like, whew. So he was like, it just felt like they were both, they maybe argued or something backstage or something had happened, then had to go straight out, and then it was just, it spilled over. Obviously, cooler heads eventually prevailed, but, yeah. whew. But, so, Charlotte's just stopped doing moves tonight. At one point, she was like, oh, chill, ah, whatever. Yeah. Just came up doing the move, well, he, which I thought was insane. He said that he felt the there was a moment where Charlotte was was locking Nia down, and that he was that she was basically blowing her up without making it obvious, and she was sort of applying oh. all of her pressure to just kind of tire her out. Uh, and he was saying things like, "Well, it's it's a way that you can make your opponent kind of look a bit bad while you don't look like you're deliberately doing that." Oh, okay. But it it's Flair also it's also with, uh, something that it's also something that can be done as like a calm down. Like I'm gonna just tire you out. Like just calm down, calm down. So we're probably never gonna get the you know the the full story here. But now but you say it, that, just to recap about that. So that happened, and then they started. Charlotte just started slapping across the yeah. face. And then Nia clears Gators, don't. Yeah. <laughs> and then she kind of like does it again. And then, bah, bah, bah. And then Charlotte doesn't do it again. No. Yeah. And then she goes on top and they have no idea what's happening. Are you going to do a move? Am I going to do a move? No. Okay, cool. Powerbomb. Pin. Yeah, it was weird. What were you saying, Tom? Um, with, um, with, with that match, what I gather is, that I think there was a couple of occasions that I watched it. I think three occasions I, I counted, Jacks dropped Flair badly. See, Two on the back said, of the head. People said like, oh, she did a, like a, a backdrop. Yeah. And I'm looking at that going, <laughs> nah, they showed the replays of it. She seems to yeah. land exactly normally as yeah. she would do in any other move. But again, mm-hmm. it's so weird because if some people don't like people, they're just going, look at that brutal move. But there's yeah. history and then there. But then they'll like, I don't know. Bringing an Eddie Kingston suplex, like, oh, that's awesome! <laughs> it's it's so weird. But if you don't like, and again, a lot of people don't like Nia Jax. Yeah. I think sometimes thing, it gives a bias to just her existence. I think it's more. I think the one thing I look because we did a video on this this week. Yeah, did we you? Did. Yeah, you're like frame by frame like the Sabrina film. Well, kind of. No, we did it. It was the video is called "Is Nia Jax Too Dangerous for WWE." And it's like a look. Right said Fred. It's, <laughs> it's a look back. I'm too dangerous. Um, it's a look back over the last six years, and we look at all those instances where there's been inj- close to injuries and out and out injuries with Nia Jax involved, and there's been a lot. And the but the general consensus, uh, I think, across all of them is there's a lack of training there, and also a lack of Nia Jax knowing her own strength because a lot of these injuries come from Jax throwing or dropping and like Jax will throw somebody the same seems to be the same speed and trajectory every time whether you're Charlotte Flair or Kyrie Sane which is fine if you're Charlotte Flair because you you know you're and a bit bigger it's fine if you've got the run up as well because then yeah. you've got enough time to get one two step turn because you're not going to really be able to turn immediately otherwise you're going to hit the deck exactly more often than not they don't have that time to do the one yeah. two yeah. turn so a lot of these injuries come because Nia Jax I don't seem to think knows her own strength yeah. And she just throws everybody at top do think, speed. Do you think that's how she had such good matches with Asuka? Because she's from Yoshi. 
And she's like, I could take it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Burn <laughs> me. Yeah. Oscar oh. just batter her. But then that led to like Kyrie Sane getting injured because she got hoied yeah. into the steps. Maddie yeah. Rose getting injured because she got hoied out of the ring. Bailey getting dropped badly that separated her shoulder. Uh, Zelina Vega got hurt when she got dropped outside the ring. Charlotte in the past too. Charlotte, Charlotte yeah. in 2017. Twice in one match. So, yeah. It was, oh, oh God. yeah, yeah. That really bad match in Raw. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I kind of like there is heat for Nia Jax, but I don't think it all falls firmly at her door. I think there's a real training issue there. And it's because it's somebody like this is so far along. Right. It, it, mm. That's the thing it's it's if you if you feel somebody's ready you've got to be you know triply sure mm. and you've got to be i guess you know kind of sit and wait on it but it, it does feel like it was sort of a rocket to the main roster right mm. so what you're saying is now jacks doesn't know her own strength bit tough kind of hard could throw people around hurt them so Charlotte Flair went up and slapped her across the face <laughs> a couple of times and annoyed her fair enough yeah slowed her down somewhat yeah. oh, girl. well she's not like most girls almost defeated john morrison that was a weird choice. I would have put, yep. I'd have done Jomo versus AJ personally, but then as we said in the news, probably save that for a rainy yeah. day. Yeah, there's no point one. kind of just rushing that out as like a stand-in. I think yeah. it'd be interesting, but then you'd you'd, always, you'd only end up redoing it down the line, wouldn't you? So it, it makes sense to just save that and not overexpose, you know, any any disconnect that may be there and anything. You know, the longer you leave that, the more interesting it's potentially going to be. Very true. Yeah. Edge uh, Styles defeated Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods getting to do that. No, no, I can wrestle thing he gets to do every few months. And RK Bro defeated Lashley in MVP Raw tag team titles. Yeah, okay, fine. Right. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Already forgot about it. And uh, Dewdrop became, I'm Dewdrop. I'm great. No, I'm not changing my name. Yeah, I'm going to drop uh, Eva Marie. On uh, and then do the, do, what were we doing last week? Do the drop. Do yeah. the conga. Do the drop. Do, oh, do, do, do. <laughs> and do the conga. That's not how it goes. I was going to say, I just thought you were going on public enemy there. I was <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, the do drop song. <laughs> NXT. Vignettes hyping up the match between Champa and Holland aired throughout the show. The two rivals went one-on-one -on -one in the main event. A somewhat shock result, Chamber managed to overcome interference from Pete Dunn, Ollie Larkin, and Danny Birch to vanquish Holland with a will Willow's Bell after 12 minutes. Who, in a somewhat shock result, Champa yeah. As you could tell, as you could tell, Matthew hasn't got these results himself. He disagrees. It was a shock result. I was just like, it's a, in a shock. Champa beat Ridge Holland. Well, because Ridge <laughs> Holland is being pushed so very Ridge heavily. Ridge Holland is being yeah featured more and more, right? No, he's beating the Jobbers. Well, yeah, but, but still, still, he beat the people who didn't win in the breakout tournament. Matt, be, still, be still wins. Big bad, still wins. Big bad muscle daddy Tommaso Ciampa. But with a plethora of interference from Holland, from, from yeah, from Dunn, Lorcan, Birch, you could have had still Ridge Holland pick up a win against uh, Champa, and it would have done. It would have paid dividends for Ridge Holland. I don't think Champa would have been hurt by uh, an in by a win. Littered with interference. Well, they should have interfered harder then. They should have interfered harder. Rich Holland has great music as well. What is it? I can ride the brain. I control the game. Watching over name. Mr. Random Minimum No Doubt. Because they can't stop winning. And his finish is called Northern Grit. Hey. Nice. Lots of Yorkshire in, in, in Rich Holland. It's good. Yes, you can tell. <laughs> Pete Dunne's faction attacked Champer after the bell, though, and they beat down the former NXT champ until MSK made the save, leaving the baby faces, mm, citation needed, to stand tall as NXT went off the air. Oh, that's nice. Mm. Two of NXT's established stars in Gargano and LA Knight also squared off. Gargano's been distracted by the romance between Dexter Loomis <laughs> and the Hartwell in recent weeks, and much to Johnny Wrestling's chagrin, 
Index accompanied him to the ring. We've got a wedding coming up. We certainly are. So happy. One. So yeah, happy. The invites are going out, right? I bet be. Yeah. Oh. This would ultimately be Gargano's downfall. It's after an entertaining match of LA Knight, Loomis went to high-five the way leader. All this did was distract Gargano, though, and Knight capitalized with the BFT for the victory. It's night time, baby. Big win for night over Johnny Gargano. <laughs> God, night seems to be the right... I thought this as I watched him. I thought, oh, big upon sorry, The Rock. Yeah, sorry, The Rock, as we call him. Yes. I feel like, as you've been watching the last couple of weeks, LA Knight has certainly been positioned as one of these new top guys in what will be the new NXT. They yes. clearly like him. Yeah, and he's, he's somebody I never really got into before. I was never really there for any of the, like, you know, the, the Eli Drake stuff. It just didn't really do much for me like at the time and I, I I don't know I just never really envisaged him coming to WWE and it, it just working in the way it has like it, it's all been very nice for him so far so it doesn't seem like he's changed much of his shtick no this is it hey, I, I don't broken. it's just mm. I, I don't know what it was I just at the time I was like eh it's just not really doing anything for me but now I'm kind of see I liked him in TNA but I was surprised when he won the title I'm like whoa, whoa, whoa yeah. I don't like it that much <laughs> me. but here with Things being different with most of the people, even obviously just in the Gargano Index stuff, most people like, I'm, I'm Rich Holland and I'll beat you up. Yeah. I'll keep on winning. <laughs> he was singing there. Um, it's like him coming out and playing this over-the-top, almost early 2000s Rob Conway style yeah. character. I'm like, wow, that really <laughs> works, actually. Uh, NXT champ Samoa Joe has sit-down interview because he was tired. With uh, Wade Barrett later in the show, <laughs> and Joe admitted he wanted to reestablish what it meant to be NXT champ during his third reign with the gold by conducting himself in the utmost fashion as a standard bearer of the brand. And then he guess he whispered, "By not going to Raw, I'm wearing a daft mask like that." <laughs> oh my lol, God! Lol, did you lol, see lol, that roll? <laughs> the small submission machine then hinted he was only going to be a transitional champ as he asked who on the roster has what it takes to seize their destiny against him. Who do we think is going to beat Samoa Joe? Because he's surely there to like be the the old veteran champion. I think, but he won't be there forever. I think we're going to have Samoa Joe hold that title for quite a while through this rebrand. Like, not you know, I'm not saying years or you know, even like a, a good long run of most of a year. Like, it, I think he's going to be there until we have new established like names. I think the next NXT champion may end up being somebody all new that we, we haven't really seen much of before that's yeah. maybe coming through the NXT live guy. circle and yeah like a Vince guy but at the same time there's all the talk that the Vince and Bruce involvement in NXT is going to be more just broad strokes and it'll still be operated by Triple H and Shawn Michaels at whatever level whether that's believable or not so we might not it might just kind of continue on as it has been at that level with the, the title picture but it wouldn't surprise me if it is somebody kind of hot and fresh and ready to go to lead NXT into this new sphere. So Baby Bull Buchanan is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, happily. Awesome. Yes. Or yes, Baby Brock. Please. Oh, yeah. The Baby Stable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, the <laughs> ring rats. No, 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 no. no not the oh, ring rats. Rug rats. Not the ring rats. No, oh, no, mate. in my head, that looks so much better. <laughs> oh. Danger Will Robinson. Danger Will Robinson. <laughs> The ring rats. <laughs> Elsewhere on the show, oh, he's covering his face. <laughs> Defeated Duke Hudson. Roderick Strong overcame Ike Manjiro alongside new Diamond Mine members, Brutus and Julius Creed, to replace uh, Dick Golden Balls. <laughs> and Dick Golden Balls. And the fish. August Grey. That's right. What? 
No, uh, no, uh, I'm sure we appreciate the compliment. No, that was uh, Tyler Rust. No, but was August Grey not in the Diamond Mine? No. Okay. I stand corrected. Oh. don't know who I'm thinking of. I'm sure he's like, that's right. He said, Dick Golden Balls. You thought of me, <laughs> August Grey. Uh, Dick Golden Balls. Dick Golden Balls. Mr. I'm Beckham Dick to and you. he's balls. Together we are Dick Golden Balls. Julius Creed. Imperium picked up a win against Drake Maverick and his new tag team partner, Grayson Waller. What? <laughs> Fats <laughs> brother. Raquel Gonzalez pinned Jesse Kamea while the NXT Women's Champ focused her attention on Frankie Monet and Illy Dragunov revealed he will return at a later date oh, it's a nice I hope so you got the belt yeah he kind of needs to yeah. it's a nice little chat by Dragunov I feel like they, they, they put the belt on him because he is somebody that will probably be up for moving to America more so than Volta so they're like we've got if, if in, the, in the event that we want to bring more stuff in house then we can put the dragon off on NXT and it's a nice fit. Everyone knows who he is and it's a nice uh, mid-card title they can have some fun with. You sure can for both Ronald, Reagan and McDonald. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do if like, your name is in, it's time to, to get, get out. out. <laughs> <laughs> my my, my favourite of all of the epic rap of history. But it's weird that Ilya is saying, all right, the ring general is over. I am the czar now. Mm. That's cool. Nakamura's still a king. Yeah. <laughs> Not many of those in Japan. You know, he doesn't get to be emperor, Nakamura. Also, isn't his theme more Soviet than Tsarist? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. How many Tsarists around in there? Uh, no, not not around, you know, the, the, the Rocky IV era. era style, yeah, you know, yeah. Russian athletes. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, the Tsar watching Rocky IV. Russia going, wait a minute. NXT, NXT writers there with their copy of Incarta 99 going, <laughs> I've done some research oh. for this Dragunov character. <laughs> no, 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 oh. That's it, because Walters go, cool, I'll deal with you. Like, yeah. I couldn't read over the Zaza. <laughs> right. Anyway. Mandy Rose also faced off against Saray. Is that right? Saray. 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 Yeah. Oh, sorry about that. New opening contest, but the match came to an abrupt end after six minutes following a drop kick from the Warrior of the Sun. Rose immediately grabbed her face after moving Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Walk Mandy backstage. This looks to be the first chapter in a feud, though, as Jane and Dolan attack Saray backstage later in the episode. Oh, no. Oh, more of this no. to come. The Rose stuff, it's weird, because, like, in the last few weeks, it's felt a bit sort of Eva Marie light from Mandy Rose. A bit like, I'm just going to walk out here and look fancy. And then, like, oh, I'm not going to wrestle properly. I'll get out of here. Like, she took a drop kick and then went, oh, my face, bye. Like, it was a, a hell of a drop kick, Tom. It was a hell of a drop kick, regardless. But I, I like the faction. I like this giving uh, FKA Priscilla Kelly something mm. meaty on the roster to do. So I'm PP all for that. Yeah, I like it. Pippi and JJ. Nice sandwich. Yeah, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Several of the matches and feuds set up. Uh, Io Shirai and Zoe Stark will defend the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. Oh, you like them. For the mm. first time against Casey Hattonzaro and Caden Carter. Emma Moon will face off against Kaylee Ray at some point. Oh, that's going to be Emma good. Mm -hmm. And Cameron Grimes looks destined to face grizzled young veterans. Got a nice bit there backstage. We're like, <laughs> yeah, show us your title belt then. Oh, so great <laughs> this, because you got it from the W shop, didn't you? Because he's got the replica, because Teddy Biasi took the real one. And he goes, that's mint. And they're doing the thing now, so it's an ongoing thing with Cameron Grimes getting insulted and just being completely oblivious and just taking his stride. <laughs> so it's like, why don't you go be the WWE world champion then? It's order online. And he goes, that's a good idea. Maybe I will. Oh, watch out. These are heavy. Oh, and drops the belt on his foot. And, you know, Grimes going, me too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> he's apparently not, a, he's not allowed back in Liverpool, apparently, after that. About Gibson going, oh, me too. 
just sounded like such a wuss. Oh, it's terrible. Right. It's all. That was good. Sorry. Thought some weird, weird reference that you throw <laughs> at me sometimes. Go. That was good. Tom. I just saw in the work chat, uh, chat uh, Jackins, Jack Atkins, saying Jack that uh, after this clip, uh, Zach Gibson's no longer allowed back in Liverpool. <laughs> well, oh, so oh, because he's that's a, a Jackins. Yeah. That's a Jackins oh. cut. That is. That's a Jackins joint. That's, <laughs> And San Francisco will take on Kamala Hayes soon as they both pursue the NXT North American title. Good luck to anybody who hasn't watched NXT in about a month and a half and just and reads the results of this because yeah. they're all new names, it seems. Yeah, hang like, on. For Where's anybody who hasn't watched it in a year and a half, like, if, if, he's, if you stop watching it after he stopped doing graded, good luck because it's, it's like the new class from Saved by the, the Bell. Like, I, I, oh, stop it. You keep on using that as your reference. It's, it's, no the, reference. it's the changing of the Power Rangers, Tom. Stop oh, there we saved go. Saved by the bloody bell. No, um, it's weird because when I when I moved over to SmackDown, I obviously didn't have as much time to watch NXT, so I'd try and catch up and watch a couple of weeks at once, and then it was like I'll try and I'll just try and keep on top of it, and then eventually, obviously, you know, work gets in the way, and it's been two months. Then you know, I'm catching little bits still, and then it you go back to it, and it is alien. But this is what NXT really at its core is all about, yeah. right? It's, yeah. it's new names, new faces, and if they're moving back toward that, then expect it to be even more bewildering on a week-by-week basis until it all settles, at least, because, you know, you remember the initial NXT 2014 when it was all new people, and it was all kind of like, oh, God, right? And you were waiting for the characters to just bubble up and develop, and, like, everything just started to slowly mesh nicely. We might end up going through a phase like that again, but we're going to see a lot of new faces. So Doing the, the classic SmackDown rev- review with him... Yeah. Uh, has added a little bit of clarity and levity to stuff like this because we go through the Observer every week right. for that particular week. And you'll see, like, it'll be, like, a list of some results from OVW and then it'll be Meltzer talking about, like, standouts like Shelton Benjamin and, oh, this guy, big show's there and he's facing Leviathan, who's their big guy. Oh, and on the undercard, uh, Ron Waterman beat Brock Lesnar. Like, it's such, like, a one-line <laughs> bit, and you're like, at the time, you'd have gone, oh, okay, fair enough, and, like, here we are. Yeah, no, yeah, that's it. So I think, re- like, stuff like this, I think, will be fun in about 20 years' time when our kids do the classic SmackDown review, and they go, oh, remember when Carmelo Hayes, no one knew who they were? It's a shame, though, because <laughs> this, this is a weird record, though, because we then can't go... Oh, I always like Kamala Hayes. Wow, I was all over him when he. No, we, like, we no, have Matthew, to. No, we've seen all those podcasts. We, we be, go, oh, whatever. We have to be honest about it and say, yeah. well, at the time, it just wasn't a big deal. Mm. <laughs> I'm glad that he is. Who knew that Stunning oh, yeah. Steve was going to go on to become the biggest wrestling star in history? I tell you what, though, it is funny when you see on Twitter, though, people go, oh, imagine if Twitter was around during famous wrestling event that blogs people were. liked. <laughs> and you're like, what do you mean? Like, the internet was around in like, this period, or Twitter was around. People were around on yeah. message boards and the letters section From of Power Slam magazine. The mid-90s and they onwards. were complaining. And it, There's always been complaining about it's wrestling. It's never changed. The RWC has been the same. It's been the same, the same, the same, the same, the yeah. same. And when you go back, and it's things like the night before WrestleMania 18. It's like Hogan, Rock, and everybody just trashing it. Yeah. And then after about an hour, it's like, well, you know, of course it was going to be a good match. It's like, yeah. what are you on about? Oh, Undertaker, <laughs> Batista, WrestleMania. Ugh, they're both... 
Like, that'll be the match of the year. I remember right. that a clip was shared from SmackDown in 2002, and it was a bunch of wrestlers jumping in doing their finishes. And at the time, it was like, oh, this feels tired and old. And then about a month ago, it was shared saying, remember when wrestling was this good? Yeah, like, yeah I remember watching that first time round, yeah. and we all said it was crap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good. But then again, there's the old Wrestling Observer Live podcast that he did. And it was the, the day of, of, after WrestleMania X7 had just yeah. happened. It's like, hey, so what do you, give us a ring, and what do you guys think of it? And there are people going, that was all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, that divided yeah, so many people. Better. Like, it divided a lot of people, like, 17, especially the ending, because yeah, a lot yeah. of people were like, that's it, the business is done. And it was like, whoo! And they were right, AW Dynamite. Obviously, we'll recap the important stuff of AW Rampage, because it's been so hot these past two yeah. weeks. Mm -hmm. After the title change with Christian and Kenny Omega, and then CM Punk's amazing debut with Emotional Fan, Hall of Famer, uh, this week, they lied about having all new footage of CM Punk Darby Allen and showed a pre-tape video instead. AW Dynamite. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, look, you can't hit home run every week. No, <laughs> it's I fine. You know, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right. Things. Look, uh, uh, this this Rampage will now settle he's, into what it needs back. to be. He's back, and that's what we needed. Yeah, like, yeah. That, that, we can move from here. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. AW returned to Chicago for the first of three Chi Town shows, culminating with All Out on Sunday, and it wouldn't be a Sunday, isn't it? Usually Saturday. Yeah. It's a Why Sunday. Sunday this so week. So SummerSlam was on a Saturday, and it now could all be, out on a Sunday. It could be a similar situation in which there might be an event running in the city the night before, like a major concert or a major oh. sports thing. I, I would like, you know, I think the, the, when, people were, when people were asking about this venue, I think they had the US Open on and stuff. Ah. So it could be like there's been so much going on that there might be something there mm. the night before or like the boxing with SummerSlam, right? Yeah. Fair enough. And it wouldn't be a Chicago show without the second city saint, CM Punk. Custom of a promo ahead of his long-awaited in-ring return against Darby Allen on Sunday. Punk talked his nerves and fears ahead of his first match in seven years. Uh, it's like dark rooms or badges. Uh, <laughs> before being jumped by Daniel Garcia and 2.0. Allen and... I almost said all in. Allen and Sting <laughs> made the save, culminating with Punk hitting the GTS to a huge ovation, and people on Twitter going, that wasn't a very good GTS. It's like, no, that's what it looks like. It's just about the cuts. <laughs> WrestleMania X7 was rubbish. I know. <laughs> As Punk and Darby went head-to-head, -head, Stinger took the mic, said, mucho respecto to Punk, <laughs> before saying it's going to be showtime when the two eventually clash. Thanks, Sting. Oh. Sting and Punk? Is Sting season Sting and Punk? No, no. Oh, I please, God, no, Sting went, our, our that's what I, no, I, initially I, that's I'd what give I it, I'd give it a curiosity click, would oh, you not? For, yeah. Would you not give it a curiosity click? That's the type of match you get at like AEW Saudi Arabia. Like, <laughs> finally, Sting versus Punk, the match <laughs> no one asked for. <laughs> Chris Jericho sat down with Jim Ross, head of his showdown with MJF at All Out, with Jericho's in-ring career on the line. Jim Ross seemed, he didn't really sit down with him though, did he? Yeah, um, they, they did a sit-down thingy. No, they stood up and they sat down with MGF. But it was a sit... Yeah, but we're using the word sit-down in the metaphorical sense. Not it was literally. metaphorically sat down. <laughs> yeah. it was a in the business, they call that stood up. <laughs> Jim, Jim Ross Chris was Jericho weird old business, isn't it, wrestling? <laughs> yeah. Chris uh, Jericho Jim, stood up with Jim Ross. Yeah, there we go. He stood him <laughs> up. He went, oh, where is he, my God? Uh, He's in the back. Uh, but so like, but then when you know when a manager says, "Oh, I'll have a sit down with him later and have a chat." Yeah, I'll, I'll stand up with him later and have a chat. <laughs> it's a metaphorical sit down. Oh, I don't think I've ever had. You know, like when I've I, always thought when someone says, "I'll sit down with you later on," I'll, I'll actually sit down with. I've always sat down. Oh, really? <laughs> I've, I've always used it as like a metaphorical. Can, if anyone listening to this point, if anyone is still listening, can you let us know if that, that's how you use it. 
Thanks. Language is fun. I love butchering it every week. Uh, Jim Ross seemed very emotional in ring with Jericho. Before Jericho came out, he was like, hey, Jericho, uh, blah, blah, blah. He's this, he's that, he's everything. And Jim seemed like, oh. Yeah, he did seem a little bit emotional, did our boy? It was nice to see as the uh, the rumours keep on circulating that Ross will be taking a step back from commentating. Mm, so I don't know if almost Jim Ross was like, this might be the last time I do an in-ring thing. I don't know. I mean, he seemed to to turn those rumours down. He seemed to push them to one side. I don't know. Oh, so. he? Yeah, yeah, there's also oh, obviously rumours about Jericho's future and stuff as well. So it could also be just emotional from that standpoint. Yeah. If that does turn out to be true. Could all be so acting. Could all be oh, acting, yeah. yeah. There we go. Back to cynicism. Uh, he, he praised how far AEW has come after 100 episodes of Dynamite. There we go. Jericho changed tact, calling MJF a piece of poo, and said that Friedman will have to bring his best if he hopes to hang with Jericho one last time. And even then, it won't be enough to seal the deal. MJF then cut a promo of his own on Jericho, telling Shivani that although Jericho is on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling, when MJF's career finishes, he'll take Jericho's place. MJF says he'll have the honor and privilege of ending Jericho's run at All Out. It was a very good promo from MJF. Is Jericho going? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I I don't I can never see Chris Jericho not being in and around the yeah. industry though. This is the thing. It's it's one of those weird what'll happen if Chris Jericho just I think he, he he'll come no one leaves Burnley, no, no. but him sudden off for a bit. I mean, what comes to mind is Tenacious D's song about Dio. It's yeah. time to pass the torch. Mm. You're too old to rock. rock. No, no one's rocking for you. you. We're we'll taking you to a home. home. Yeah, but we'll sing a song about you. And we'll make sure that you're very well taken care of. You'll teach us secrets that you've learned. Your thoughts will mix with ours. And we'll make a big goulash, baby. Jericho. Give your space and scepter to me. And a small one for KG. Oh. Yeah, that. Listen, listen to Rainbow Rising. <laughs> Listen to Rainbow. that's my addition there. Listen to Rainbow Road from Mario. <laughs> Rainbow Road by Dio. <laughs> anyway, about, oh yeah, uh, so Jericho. Said, yeah, Jericho's leaving. He's he he set the right age for NXT title run now, so it's, now's the time. Doctor Britt Baker teases the massive new signing for AEW. <gasps> it's a self. Yeah, uh, she's re-signed. What a heel. not resigned. Why are those two things so similar? Yeah, I mean, Dangerously be, similar, yeah. aren't they? Really just a hyphen is all the difference. Just a shadow way. Also, you know what gets me? I keep on doing this in real life. I'm not. Sometimes I'll read things, not realize I've read it the wrong way. Yeah. Condone and condone. Wait, is that right? What? Condone. If you condone, condone. Yeah. And then. Condemn. That's condemn, it. that's it, right. Condone and condemn. Yeah, very similar. Very similar. Opposite meanings. Yeah. Because I've heard people like, they have condoned this. I'm like, oh, I have to go and check. Is that if they said it's a good thing or not? <laughs> flammable and inflammable. Yeah. I only know that because of The Simpsons mm. and Dr. Nick. <laughs> inflammable means flammable. What a country. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she will, Dr. Baker will be joining the. No, she won't. She's the champ. Why should be in that? She's no. Baker also announced that Reba and Jamie Hayter will be in the women's yeah. casino battle royale all out. She's putting her cronies in the battle royale, basically. That's right. And then yeah. Scratch, win, Scratching and Grounder will be in the battle royale, but she, she won't be. <laughs> Increasing the chances. <laughs> That's right. That would be good if Reba wins and it's like, uh-oh. What are we? <laughs> mm, I'll, I'll win for you, <laughs> Britt. 
<laughs> Hater? I said I was going to win. Hater? I hardly know her. <laughs> she writes, you blithering idiot. <laughs> ah, Chris Statlander snooping again, I see. <laughs> snooping as usual, I see. As a SmackDown that's review, there's a running. Um, that's one for our friend Maya. Yeah, we Maya, go, Maya. Yeah, the three people still listening. In our main <laughs> event, the super elites, Young Bucks and Good Brothers, defeated Jurassic Express and the Lucha Brothers. Nice. Before Kenny Omega came to the ring to help dish out a beating, with Gallows and Anderson driving Luchasaurus to a table with a magic killer amongst the carnage. Christian Cage came out to make a save, but it was a trap as the number one contender ate a seven-on-one beating. Of course, there's your dummy, as Don Callis lowered a steel cage around the ring. The Lucha Brothers tried to even the odds, but got battered as the cage kept Jurassic Express on the outside. Will Cage get his revenge at Rampage? <laughs> Will the cage? <laughs> Why, wait a minute, hang on. Will Cage... You recall, yeah, Will Christian gets revenge. <laughs> the cage... How dare you lower me? <laughs> anyway, go on. <laughs> yeah, well, Imagine it was just him yeah. on like a little hook just getting lowered. <laughs> yeah. To smother Luigi Brothers. He's still about 10 feet off the <laughs> ring because that's where the top of the cage would be. <laughs> just like... <laughs> Elsewhere. I liked I, it. Oh, sorry, go on. I was going to say, no, I, I like the build to cage in Omega. I think with everything yeah. else going on on All Out... Uh, I think that this is a nice little match to put in that, that, yeah. is, that won't be centre of attention because no. there's so much other stuff going on. But I think that they'll have a solid in-ring bit of fun and they oh, built sure. it nicely. And yeah. I like that the whole cage taking one of his belts puts a bit of jeopardy in yeah, that yeah. court. I think, they've, I think they've played that beautifully. Yeah, I agree. Elsewhere, Orange Cassidy defeated Jack Evans picture-in-picture. Picture. Apparently it ended... <laughs> like on the commercial break during the break bluntly. yeah yep. oh well looked alright for me on Fight TV just saying Santana and Ortiz gave a returning FDR their second AW tag loss ever but what a way and to that, lose though I was like, going to say they, they really played up the fact that I mean that horrible injury yeah, oh in the god so and he has been tweeting about he's not I mean, I'm not, again, not sure if it's worky, shooty, shooty, worky, yeah. but like the recovery in his arm hasn't been what he wanted it to be it's loss yeah. of feeling and loss manipulation and stuff and I don't know how accurate that is because you can get away with like maybe toying with that and pushing it. Yeah. When it was such a horrible injury. That was but it. Then he got on having a little lovely tag matches, these two guys are obviously gonna guys, teams are gonna do. Yeah. And then he gets to the top rope and he hesitates and he's like, uh oh. See that really spiky ring post and he's like, oh, whatever. And then it's just like, okay, just those, those little, little seconds. Little bits, him. yeah. Yeah. But, so I thought that was but fun. they gave they gave him about like five or six double team moves, really crisp double team mm. tag moves to finish them. So it felt like, and even like the, uh, I think it was, um, it it was, uh, I think it was Santana's face that I saw after the pin, where like he was like wide eyed, like a genuinely like a little bit in shock. They'd been through the war and they'd won because FTR are positioned as such a tough team to beat. They literally hit them with everything and it got mm. it done. And they were like, yeah. whoa. Cool. It was cool. I, I, oh, the finish was great. This was the, if we didn't have 19 matches already, this would have been fine on All Out, but we'll mm. put it on the show instead. No issues there. No, not at all. Like, not at all. For the shows to be less than long. Eddie Kingston vowed to go after Miro's neck at All Out. Miro. Oh, Eddie Kingston said, I don't care about, oh, what did he say actually? Something about your God. And then Custom Miro talked about like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm God's favorite. Doesn't matter what you do to me because my wife's still flexible. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for that match, but I just want to do more promos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gun Club oh, turned heel after oh, blasting Paul White the chair. Despicable. <laughs> Absolutely despicable. And you know what was Sounds even limited. crazier? 
The fact that Billy Gunn's nearly as big as Big Show. Billy Gunn is deceptively huge. Yeah, like, we know that about uh, amongst the other eighty dub wrestlers and me and But then, but next yeah. to Big Show, you're like, oh, you're near his level. Yeah, he's, he's like, like Hogan Andre. He's super tall. Yeah. Like, it, it, and he, he's as wide as two fridges sellotaped together. It, it's mental. It's at, like I remember seeing him, and it was like, that's not Billy Gunn. That's, <laughs> that's not. That's that's Billy Gunn. We're just walking past, and every single one of us at this WrestleCon just like. Just like looking at it. Yeah. So I appreciate, oh, that, that's what they get when they play like freaks in WWF and E. Yeah. I was like, oh, like Great Carly, Undertaker. It's like, oh, yeah, whatever. Big, Billy Gunn walk around. I was like, five, six. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the yeah, heel so turn one. was uh, oh, <laughs> nice. To no. see it's almost like it's almost like a, a rib or a meme, and it's to put Paul White in a heel turn segment, but not turn Paul White heel. Yeah, <laughs> they should have helped him up afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Anna J returned to save Ty Conti from a beating at the hands of Penelope Ford and the Bunny. Anna J about six months ahead of uh, schedule, I think, for making a return, which is nice to see. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, she got injured back in Feb. They, they reckon she'd be out for a year. A year. Yeah. Oh, there's so much stuff happening in the E-Dub. Sometimes it's, you forget these things. Yeah, far too much every week now. It's just like... Yeah. And she's in the Casino Battle Royale too. Yay. Oh, I mean, no, I hate these Battle Royals because they're so badly done with everyone coming out, but I don't know, that looks all right. Yeah. I, I just hope it's all right. <laughs> oh, and Powerhouse right. Hobbs defeated Brian Cage after attraction from Ricky Starks and Hook. Yeah. Oh, the greatest supporting character <laughs> in AEW. Hook, 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 hook. Give us the hook. So yeah, AEW setting up all out, and that this Sunday it almost feels like we've gotten something, but we no, haven't. Just that much yeah. wrestling. I'll do a little bit of AEW all out admin. Nine pitches Ooh. now on the YouTube channel. Ooh. Uh, predictions now on the YouTube channel. Ooh. Live reactions with me on Sunday night. Oh, I, I was like big in there. I know, I know, right? It's a, it's a bit like a Lisa Simpson's episode of uh, reactions because Pachita's nah. not here. <laughs> I, I need to. I need, you need to remind me today. I've got to go set up the streaming area for you because I've messed around with it so much doing VR. Oh. So I've got to go and get all Please that back do. in order. Yeah, I have to. Ring with Petiti well, on the island. I'm going to be, I'm going to be your, uh, yeah, your, your contact for Thanks, that. Mate. So I'm going to be like to one half one. Like, is it all okay? Is it all okay? Tom, <laughs> Tom is it fine? Tom is it good? Tommy, you're all right. We'll do that. We'll do it later after our our thing later, which oh, we can't yeah, talk super about secret yet. Super super new. You'll see. You'll but see. Never mind. What VR stuff you've been playing? Uh, I tried. Basically, I I've, I've had the VR for a while, and it was like, uh, I really want to stream with it, but I need to be able to stream solo because I can't expect somebody else to sit with me for three hours reading out comments. And I've been trying to work out plugins and everything so I can see the Twitch chat by just oh. sort of pulling my arm around and it's there. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I've, I worked worked all that out, but I was like, I need to do a test run. So, right, we're just going to try VR this week, and we ended up doing Skyrim and just messing about. It was really fun. So, oh, I got Skyrim going. Yeah, we're going to... Oh, that's good. Has it been ported? Uh, yeah, it's, it's like an official Skyrim Sorry. release, and it's all completely broken and, and destroyed, and it may as well be played on a fridge because... I mean, graphically, it's still Skyrim, isn't it? it it's it's <laughs> it, it's fun. It's janky. It is a broken mess in places, but it just makes it all the better. Awesome. It's just brilliant. But we're going to move on to some really awkward like VR dating sims and stuff and oh. dance games soon. So you're going to make me dance. I'll dance for money. Dance driver, dance. Yeah. We could, we could call the stream Plug-In Driver. Yeah. Driver plug-in. Yeah. Oh, dri oh, oh, that took a few seconds, actually. That's smashing. Thanks. Twitch.tv. We won't call it that. We'll no, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, then, oh, so after reactions, what happened at graded 
WTF moments. Yeah. That's right. I think that ticks all the boxes. That was this week in wrestling, and that's going to be the next week in wrestling. It's wrestling. <laughs> it never stops. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> I need to burp. Two seconds. Ah, what a nice burp. Oh, don't leave that in. <laughs> Please leave that in. <laughs> what a great I know it's going to be left in. <laughs> At least it wasn't a fart. <laughs> Let's have a look in the mail bag. Uh, question one. I was thinking about taking a goat with me. <laughs> what the fuck? Why? <laughs> I saw this, uh, just that opening sentence. I don't think I even read the question. I just went, yup. In it goes. <laughs> Start again. <laughs> was... Do we need to bleep you? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was thinking about taking a goat with me on a road trip to California lately, but I'm worried that people might judge me. Just a little. Just a little bit. I mean, you got to have a friend to ride with, don't you? Anyways, with CM Punk Daniel... Oh, this is one of these th- intros I have nothing to do with. Anyway. CM Punk Daniel Bryan and possibly others most likely are already aligned with AEW. Can you see a third US promotion like Impact, Ring of Honor, or someone else who could truly become a viable third pro that ah, third promotion now? Like AC Dub in the mid to late nineties, I know Impact is good, but neither Impact or Ring of Honor are on the cable package I have. And I've got like four hundred channels. Oh, well, if it's a cable package. Yeah. It's, well, it's, it's all over the shop. Oh. Get it on the internet. <laughs> Maybe my cable company really sucks. But you lads think that a larger cable company in North America is serious about purchasing the rights to either Impact or Ring of Honor so they could run a Thursday night show weekly on just basic cable. So what if Disney buys Ring of Honor or Warner Brothers buys Impact? It says, ha, ha, ha. (laughs) That's what they've typed. Ring of Honor Thursdays on the Disney Channel. But seriously, they own ESPN. I could see it being on ESPN 2 every Thursday night. 
What do you guys think? What, of your question? Or yeah. the, <laughs> wait, of, wait, wait, of, do, do some more. The goat? <laughs> thank you. More. Thank you and have a lovely day. Dave Smith from Bloomington, Illinois, USA. Indiana. No, uh, Indiana. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Indiana. You, yes, that's a state. Uh, it says in brackets, Jack's still scared to come to America and play ball with me. But only like 60% of us have the Delta variant right now. I'm sure it'll be safe. And he's typed in, cough, cough. <laughs> Lol, love you lads. Keep up all the amazing content. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Wow. <laughs> the question being posed here, it's it's Which it's one? strange because... Which one? Well, Impact, I think, were already the most viable candidate to be a third promotion. And the reason that Ring of Honor, I don't think, will be allowed to to flourish in that way and grow in that way is simply because Sinclair owns Ring of Honor and Ring of Honor to Sinclair it's almost trek like space filler and Sinclair for anybody that doesn't know they're a, they're a US cable company uh they have like massive 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 amounts of money they're just sitting on and Ring of Honor occupies a lot of time slot time for them so they they can run it out they know it's always going to be there and it it, it doesn't really I think any everything I've kind of read about it, it doesn't really need to make money. It doesn't really need to be popular as long as it's there and it's produced and it fills time. That's all Sinclair care about, and so it's it's a horrible position for them to be in. But you know, fingers crossed if things start to change and they do see that the chance that AEW you know growing has given the wrestling industry now we are entering a new boom phase. Fingers crossed. Uh, we could maybe see Ring of Honor jump up, but I think Impact's the most likely candidate. I think Impact's already there. It's got the history. Uh, you know, not always great, quite tumultuous and quite all over the shop and very, very turbulent most of the time until recently. But Impact, I don't know, I think that name carries more weight than Ring of Honor these days. Hmm. How long have you had your nose pierced? A long time. All right. Good year and a half. It's good because you're giving these lovely detailed questions. I'm just getting a stare at you. <laughs> like, all right, he's got one in there and on the side. Yeah. And I've got one in here. What's that called then? Uh, it's a Medusa, I think. A Medusa? Yeah. How so? I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's my lip piercing. Oh. Rubs against my teeth sometimes. Does it? Plus it beat Evan Courageous for the Cruiserweight title. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm with Sam in the sense that if anywhere, <laughs> they'll be back next week. Uh, I'm with Sam in the sense that I think if any company is going to probably step and become the third one, it'll probably be Impact. Um, AOL Time Warner would they get into the wrestling malarkey? Oh, they famously love that. They fa yeah. they bin that off, didn't they? Because because here uh, Dave Smith from Bloomington with four hundred channels show off. Um, name them. Name all of them. <laughs> yeah, name them if you think you're so special. Bulbasaur, I do so. <laughs> Keys, chandelier, whale. Those are some new ones, right? <laughs> Charming Pikachu, uh, so I wanna <laughs> watch the rest. Uncatchable <laughs> Pokemon, basic cable, <laughs> basic cable. Our next thing up, blah blah doobs, give it a bob, scab it a bob, doob. I was gonna say Sky One, but that's gone now. Sky One showcase. Uh, uh, I don't think yeah, so it would be AOL Time Warner. It wouldn't be Disney. I think if Disney's gonna buy any company, it's gonna be WWE. 
They're going to buy that big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah Disney's not coming after. Yeah, gonna... Disney, Disney are going to buy the thing that has the most established history, the most content, and mm. you know, it, it, it's already in everybody's home and brain. When you say wrestling to ninety percent of the world that doesn't watch wrestling, they go Hulk Hogan. WWE Japan. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but I, the one thing that actually I've just picked up on there is ECW was used as a comparison, and we've already got an ECW now. We, if you want to really label them oh, as ECW, there we go, yeah. But we have GCW, yeah. and the thing That's with ECW true. is that it, it was organic, and yes, they had a TV deal, and it all kind of grew and grew and grew and then we all know what happened and it all fell apart and it, they did have assistance from Vince quite a lot Vince helping them kicking them back some money doing some talent exchanges stealing a lot of ideas um, but it was all organic for the most part with ECW getting to where it was in the first place and, and it was the big risks and big like contrast to everything else that was being presented at the time and GCW were doing all of that and GCW are just out there doing their own thing and that's what ECW spirit was all about. And if there is a company that's ever going to be the next ECW, then, or, you know, at least that next third alternative, like the complete opposite to whatever you're seeing uh, on every other major network, and they're going to go the other way, it's going to be GCW. If anything, we didn't mention in the news uh, the great work that uh, Matt Cardona has done. See, I don't uh, know how many people actually watch GCW on this, but if they let us know, if like, yes, we want to hear more GCW mm. content. Because I think, yeah, they're definitely it's, in that position to be the a huge indie yeah i've i've heard so much from you about gcw like oh, in the past me. that it was oh. like it was that was how i kind of started checking it out and it it's i think it the way it spreads via word of mouth and via social yeah. media and you know the matt cardona stuff's only going to add more and more eyes to the product but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just nice. If you don't know, Mac Cardona has been, he won the GC Dub title. Yes. <laughs> on, um, King of Hardcore, Nick Gage. And has been showing up basically, nearly, near enough, as doing Vincent Mann when he was ECW on Sci-Fi. Yeah. Champ. Uh, complete with the do-rag in yeah. the shirt. And now we have the new GC Dub belt. <laughs> It looks disgusting. It's brilliant. Is it a spinner? It looks like it's a spinner. No yeah. It is like spinner. a spinner. Oh. And it's been renamed the GCW Universal Championship. Oh. Yeah. What a boy. What a boy. What a Isn't boy. It great. The guy with the the podcast about action figures yep. is now taking over the little hardcore company. Right. And he's sad. being and it's the big awesome. comic book 80s style villain. Right. But applying oh. it through like a, a mid 2000s lens. It's great. Yeah. But being the ultimate WWE guy. Yeah. And like doing everything that WWE yeah. wanted him to do. Yeah. And becoming a star through it to the point where WWE would go, hey, this guy's got some good ideas. It's we just, should hire him. Just straight up like proving over and over again that that the, the only thing really holding him back in WWE was the booking and the presentation mm -hmm. of him. And, you know, we know that going all the way back to the internet champion and getting himself over, and we know how the company feels about that. It's, it, it's just nice. It's nice to see him just flourishing. It's almost like vindication. Yeah. Yeah. I told you. Nice, nice. Thank you, Dave. Oh, and uh, taking a goat with me on a road trip. I think that's a great way to get a conversation started. Like, you know what? I didn't even think I'd bring this up, but my brother... He loves getting tattoos. Yeah. And he's got one, I think it's on the wrist, a bunch of other stuff he's got. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it's got a tattoo. Obviously, I'm seeing the right people. Yeah. It's a, a bullet with right. the word Clyde on it. Right. And I went, okay, why is that? Because, you know, like, everyone's got a bullet with their name on. Do you not like a dude called Clyde or something? <laughs> and he went, no. You know the system of a down song, Sugar? I'm yeah. Like, yeah. And he goes, you know, there's that lyric, because I walk around with a bullet called Life. Yeah. Well, 
as a kid, I thought I said a bullet called Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, you got that as a tattoo, even though you know as an adult, it's life. Bullet called life. He goes, yes. I went, okay. I like that. And he went, well, it's a good conversation well, starter. Yeah. He will say that and go, why do you not like a dude called Clyde? Well, if a dude called Clyde goes, whoa, wait a minute. Well, people get the evil, dead, the evil Dead misquote, don't they, of the day the Earth stood still. They get that tattooed on him where he stood there and he's like, Clartu, oh, and he's God. trying to remember, and he gets it completely wrong. People yeah. get it tattooed, and then you see people going, it's it's spelled wrong, and it's like, it, it's another movie reference in a movie reference yeah, in a yeah. tattoo. You, oh. It's getting, getting the tattoo of, we don't need no stinking bags. It's like, that's not the original quote. Yeah. Yeah, so thoughts, yeah. Conversation starters, be it nice. a goat or a bad tattoo or yes. whatever it is. <laughs> you all need them. Uh, question. Good day, friendos. <laughs> See, this guy knows the audience. It just says in brackets, insert long-winded story here. My favourite male <laughs> band show time. The time on that. And that gets to my question. CM Pug used his own money to pass out ice cream bars after his debut in AEW to all the fans that went. If you were to debut in AEW, could be anywhere, though. What food would you pass out to the masses? Sour grapes. See it. Sorry. <laughs> See it. The next video. Corey from Ohio. We say Japan. Ohio. 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 Round on the end. High in the middle. Here's a riddle. What's round on the end and high in the middle? It's Ohio. Ohio. There's an Ohio song from the Brack Show from Off of the Past. The Brack Show. Oh, that's <laughs> Hello, Cleveland. All early 2000 references here. <laughs> Hello, Cleveland. What, what food are you chucking out to people, <laughs> oh, Matthew, for free? free? I'm paying for. You're paying for it. Oh. <laughs> I was math paying for it. It'd be a Werther's original. The, the, say Shared the, among 20. Well, the Tesco <laughs> zone. <laughs> you are, you are as rich as CM Punk. You can pay for anything oh, you want. Okay, yeah, okay. If it's going to be in England, pasties. Oh, just pasties. Ah, oh. oh. yeah, or sausage rolls. Some sort of Greg's selection people would go ape for. I'll take sausage rolls, yay! And they'll take a bite. Vegan sausage rolls and see these people. But then they take a bite and go, that's it. People will instinctively just go, no vegan. (laughs) So yeah, I can see that working. I'm going to hand out oranges so then everybody can peel the oranges and throw the peel in the ring like it's it's ticker tape in Japan. (laughs) Just people getting slapped. (laughs) All you'll hear on all the ringside mics is just... Like he had been under under like a, a sea of starlings as they're flying over, and it's like get get in the house, and you just hear like it's not like a light the rain. Street, and it's just the, yeah, it's it's a light drizzling of poo, uh, but you'll just hear that. But it's just orange, and it's going to smell so zesty in there. Oh my god! Alternatively, yeah, alternatively, lovely. Oh, if, if you knew that, sticky hands. If you though. knew that the next person was going to come out after your match was going to be someone you don't like, I'd hand out toffee. So when they come out, their mouths are all too gummed up to react. <laughs> I'm, oh, that's great. It's like, <laughs> take the iron cheek. Hey, Bubba, the crowd, the stunned silence. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be a good wrestler because I'm not trained in wrestling. So if I was to just debut for AEW and have to give out, you know, food, um, I, I'm going to have to give it something that is going to, it's going to align with what I'm going to be doing in the company, which is just disappointing people. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to give out. Meatball marinara subs from Subway, but they were made earlier in the day. And they've been oh. So everybody's like, oh, wow, free sandwich. They open it and it just goes mush. Oh. And they're just, oh. you know, and then I'm over as a heel. Done. I've not had that happen. Yeah, they open it up and that's it. All over the legs. That that sandwich stays oh. intact. It stays with structure for about five minutes. And then it's just Goodness. all bets are off. You're done. I've not had nice. that. Because I don't eat it to a way. Just, yeah. yeah, it's not my thing. But... 
I've noticed a thing, and it even occurred to me when I've ordered so the Rumble this year. <laughs> I was like, right, being good. It's my one takeout of the month. Yeah. This is it. Rumble night. Let's get together. So I ordered um, my favorite Chinese meal, which is duck. Yes. But like duck with the pancakes. Pancakes, yeah. The, the, full, the full thing. The full oh. duck. And uh, I ordered it, like, because I wanted it to be in time for the wrestling, yeah. which is on late for the Brits. And I so I ordered it, looking at it, probably about half an hour before they shut. Turns out they're like, oh, you mother. Right, okay, <laughs> cool. A rush job yeah. of, a, of an order. So now I know if you're going to order something from anywhere, I guess, maybe not the, the Chinese places, don't order it like half an hour before they finish. Yeah. Because they're, like, they're like any other, any other job. You're like, oh, hang on, man. I'm, go- I'm gone in 15 minutes. <laughs> Clean up's <laughs> been happening since about 10, half 10. They've been trying to shut everything off <laughs> yeah. station. And then in comes Matthew with, hold up. Pancakes, rice. Oh, <laughs> this absolute like there's flash wipes like in the meal, like whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Order this is half an hour. How dare you? So yeah. Have you had any like experiences or things like with, that? With with get? flash wipes in my duck? Yes. Uh no, no. Oh, no. no. But not like disappointing sandwiches or anything uh, like that. Oh, oh god, my life is a disappointing sandwich. <laughs> right. Um um most recently actually yeah, here we go, here we go. It was last it was last Sunday. Um, I was here because I was doing uh, graded for SummerSlam. Or that might be the week Sunday before. I was doing graded for SummerSlam. I'd done North the night before. Oh. I've done like three weeks of double shifts in this job and my other job. I was tired. I was spent. I was done. I was here. And I thought I'm going to order myself some, some breakfast. So I ordered, a, I ordered a McDonald's breakfast to arrive at the office. Yes. Unwittingly had, in my tiredness, sent it to my house. Oh, there's nothing worse. And I'm explaining to the driver that I'm not there and, and they're not it, understanding. They're just like, nope, see you later. And I was like, well, just, I said, just keep it, have it. And, and I, I, do you know what? Ah. I was so tired. <laughs> I was so tired and done. I remember welling up. So I'm just oh. like, you just were looking forward it. to that hash brown. Like, this was the little, a little light in the, in the, in the storm. And I was like, I didn't remember welling up. I go, just keep it. Keep you, get, it. Yeah, you get really excited for it, don't you? Yeah. Like, God, look, I'm hungry. I'm tired. As soon as I get that food, everything's. No, I'm not getting the food. Hello? I'm somewhere else with your food. Oh. <laughs> like the story we told many a time before when I was at Vegas. And again, the oh. timing of it was perfect. It's like a bad sketch. Like, God, I'm so hungry. I'm I think so I remember hungry. I, got I literally back feel to my the soul leave it. Yeah, you went there, I went yeah. past you and you were just you looked done and I was like, Are You okay? You were like, I'm just waiting for my food. And I was like, Okay, I'll see you in a bit. And I was like, he really didn't look happy. I was like, I was he really didn't look happy. Godly hungry and I'd ordered it and I discovered an hour after the order, it had been cancelled two minutes after I put the order in. Yeah. But the notification email didn't come up. And at that exact moment, our good friend and beloved companion, Jack, showed up. Oh, my food's here. I'm like... <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's great. I only ordered like two minutes ago and it ordered right here. <laughs> I'm so happy with my food. I'm not even hungry. Everything's I'm like, coming up, Jack. <laughs> By the way, Matthew, can you can you like do the thing early in the morning? It's like, oh, <laughs> right now you ask it. Oh, I'm so oh, great. Oh, mate. He's just yeah. put like everything's great. My friend Matthew. I don't know why he didn't just I'm go like, I'll kill you. into the casino. The casino had a 24-hour food court. <laughs> That's great to know now. <laughs> Today, really? I was, yeah, I was eating like a Philly cheesesteak at like two in the morning gambling. It was great. Living your best life, mate. Yeah, I, I came out of Vegas $150 up. I was well happy. Nice. Yeah. Well done, mate. Oh, good. That was one video, round of drinks and me and Hornswoggle. Video blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I did the whole no knee brina. No, bro, I haven't told you. What a great Philly cheese. He's so angry still. I just really wanted that pizza. You know, there was food there, though. You should have seen how mad I was. With rumors emerging from Big Dave that veterans of the NXT brand would be released in the near future, I did see that rumor. I was wondering where you'd like to see names like Gargano, Champa, and O'Reilly land if they were released. I recently saw a comment on Reddit, I said Redfit here for some reason, that argued that Impact would be the perfect place for a lot of those names, and I can't agree more, as it would ensure AE Dub didn't get too big, allow for a lighter schedule, and more time for home life. Oh, thanks to the good, no, really, wait, wait, wait. Thanks to the good time, boyos, Akira, yes. San Francisco, California. Now, people are going to think that's made up, but, you know, trust nice. us, if we're making these up, yeah. be like, by the way, lads, God, you look sexy today. Don't make many of them, the pounder. Woof, woof. <laughs> so, thank you very much, Akira. But anyway, sorry. See, my brain then, when you went, you went, do, 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 do. Muska hounds are always ready. Just off in the disc, just cut it up. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Akira from Canada. <laughs> uh, okay, move on, Matthew. Move on. Uh, okay, so, so where are these lads gan? If they are, if they were to gan, so we, who are the longest running? That's not say it again, Matthew. The people who've been texting the guess. longest yeah. right now. It is Chamber. It's been there since twenty fifteen. Champa Gargano O'Reilly have all yeah, been yeah. there for quite some time. Uh, who else have we got? Joe, technically? Joe's been in and around um, NXT for... He's he just wasn't, come back, though. He's he has been. just come back, but... I don't think Joe is at risk of going anywhere. I think he'll, he will be there as the top guy until he loses it, then he might be a transitional... Just touching wood and crossing okay. the old fingers there. Yeah. Um, he might work behind the scenes then, I would imagine. But I, I don't know. Like, when you, when you look at this, we've talked about this quite a lot on the news. Like, AEW, there's going to come a point where... If they keep signing people away immediately after WWE are releasing them, it becomes an expectation. And when it becomes an expectation, then you enter WCW 96, 97 territory where it's just everybody popping up. But, you know, I'm not saying it's going to be that bad at all. I just mean from the, the fan perspective of, oh, well, there's a release. Oh, they're coming here. It, it's going to get to a point where the roster is so bloated that you, you can't really do anything with any of them like that often so it, it does make sense that they would go off to a, a partner company like Impact like AAA like somebody they're, they're in with so they can kind of share that yeah. talent pool and work together actually wouldn't that be great if it's like someone I don't know let's just say uh, Dick Golden Balls himself Tyler Russ comes yeah. out and he's like that's right and he's like waiting for the, the CM Punk style pop yeah. he's like why am I not getting an amazing <laughs> pop hang on I was in the diamond mine for two weeks come on <laughs> It gets mine. Oh, this is ridiculous. What's CM Punk done that I haven't done? <laughs> it's a popularity contest. So in terms so, of where they might yeah. go then, I mean, yeah, I mean, Gargano, Champa, O'Reilly. We'll go with those, let's pick those three. Right, you know what? I'd love to see Champa do stuff in New Japan. That would be beautiful. That'd be a good, that'd I, be a good little place. But maybe as a transition, New Japan of America. I feel like he'd be a strong fit for there. This is it. New Japan of America really needs to start beefing up as it's as it's trying to get back out in front of more and more audiences. Mm -hmm. It's only going to continue to grow, and so they are going to start signing up some of these names. But again, if they are working with and or around AEW, then there is a talent pool there, so long as that relationship continues, that they can work both. It doesn't necessarily mean they do need to be signed full-time to AEW. So, yeah, I reckon Champa with New Japan would work great. Mm, New Japan strong. Uh, Gargano? 
Again, I'd say New Japan, but at the same time, I could see him working really well in either Impact or AEW. I see Impact. I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to avoid picking AEW because it seems too obvious. Yeah, yeah. if you can't mm. pick AEW, yeah. if we can't pick them, then GCW. Impact. That's what I want to say. GCW. Get some Tony Deppin on the go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With go. Shane Page for the Ohio connection. Oh. More boring facts. No one cares about. I quite like um, that. O'Reilly. I love to see O'Reilly do Josh Barnett's blood sport, but that's GCW. Oh. Yeah. I'll just do. Um, oh, what a term! Slamovich is doing it one soon. Balls to the beach. <laughs> Yes. Uh, the ca- oh, the cage one. Uh, what's, it, what's the damn name? Cage real f- rules. Street, r- not real. Article. Like, real world road rules challenge. UWFI <laughs> style. Oh, I've got the term cage, now. It's Sorry. A ca- yeah, it's like a... It's like a, a shoot, a sh- shoot, shoot cage. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The shoot, shoot rules yeah. or whatever. There's a term. Oh, whatever. It's gone now. Yeah, yeah, that Yeah, thing. Yeah, that works. The fake fighting. Yeah, I think he could be good there. I... Uh, or it's, maybe... It's probably very selfish of me, but I, I would love to see Red Dragon reunited. And go off back to Japan for a little bit. There is, I forgot Bobby Fish is out there early in the pool, isn't he? Yeah. That's ah, the Red, thing. Red Dragon do New yeah. Japan? I think. Or do a little ROH run? Not for like a long time, but yeah. I'd, I'd just like to see a Red Dragon reunion like that because they yeah. were part of the reason I got into New Japan like back in uh, around Wrestle Kingdom 9 when I started properly trying to actively get into it and I was seeing some of their tag work and it was like, this is amazing. I could so, put O'Reilly with someone else and it's called up Sansa the Lambs. <laughs> Because that was a sequel <laughs> to the book Red Dragon. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe, we, maybe away from wrestling, we see Carlo Raleigh transition into telly, do TV and film and stuff. Because he's done a bit of acting. I think Gargano's good at being cheesy. Yeah, I think O'Re- yeah. I think O'Reilly more so than Gargano, but Carlo Riley's done some acting. I he's think done a bit Kyle of Hollywood Riley's, stuff. Carlo Riley's uh, comedic timing's perfect. Mm. Like it really is. He doesn't do Twitch, does he? Well, I don't know. I can see him doing. Yeah, he'd do that. well on Twitch. Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Nice. Yeah. Good shout. I'm trying to think of any any more exciting stuff than that, but I really don't have anything. Because I only watch GC Dub really. I was like, <laughs> and then, yes, but yeah, I'm on a big bloody death match. Yes, I like nice. that idea. Just CZW, the lot of them. No one knows if CC Dub's dead or not. Well, it's a it's a yellow and black brand. It'll just feel like uh, home, right? Just walk straight that's out. That's it. That's it. Oh, you thought we were dead? We'll show you. <laughs> it's just the entrance way. Color Riley. You've got, the law. You've, got to, you've got to walk through just a, like six panes of glass to even get out the tunnel. That should be the thing. <laughs> yes. Ah, <sighs> what a lovely mailbag, <laughs> full of weird questions and things. Thank you very much for sending those in. If you have any thoughts, queries, or little stories about goats. Please send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. Ah. Oh, you waiting? I wonder why he was Crinkle, 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 crinkle. Oh, God, he's about to blow. He's about to. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna. Recycle. Oh. Later on. That's good, lad. Ah. Reese's Pieces. Hey, lads. So at this point in the podcast, no doubt Ross has been struggling to keep going for the last few... <laughs> he didn't get to the, the building. He didn't get to the building yeah, today, mate. He didn't go the last few segments. In brackets, hopefully he has a monster. Hey, <laughs> Jack is... Oh. That's what we've heard. <laughs> Jack has thrown at least two tantrums and Matthew's jokes started falling flat about two hours oh, ago. Just brutal. Wow, you must listen every week. Sad you, Austin. So, in like, well, I mean, him. <laughs> we're not doing Reese's pieces this week. For some reason, I thought you were I just going like, to rip that up and yeah. just start bawling it into oh, your mouth. <laughs> well, 
bit of ASMR. Oh, oh God, no. no. Oh, that wet noise. No. I can't even look at you. Rude. Oh. Well, we can't tune for slander. So in light of this, I'll cut the chase. I have chosen 10... Oh, God, Ten he's wrestlers. Convulsive. He's and if, if you're what, listening to this on audio, Tom's eating a bit of paper. <laughs> and 10 British slash UK comedians that you will have to choose between. You're welcome for keeping it to 10, Matthew. Don't want you straining too hard trying to come up with a clever response. Oh, you keep on eating, Tom. <laughs> Should we just not do Reese's Pieces this week? <laughs> nah. I'm sorry. I, I literally, because we were in such a panic, I just grabbed the first Reese's Pieces I saw, copy paste. <laughs> no, that's why. <laughs> we're kidding. We wouldn't give it, we couldn't take it. Block him after this. Arsehole. Oh, um, <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> Richard Iwadi or Dexter Loomis? Repeat the question, please. <laughs> yeah, You've no, got to choose between a comedian and a wrestler. Right, okay. Yeah. Okay. Richard Iwadi. Richard Iwadi or Dexter Loomis? Richard Iwadi. Iwadi. Good. The two people who do the same character, no matter where they go. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Uh, but... Richards is a good one, so... Iowardy. Yeah. Yes. Hello, I call I'm, like this. I'm, I'm Richard Iowardy from coltholic.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. Jimmy Carr or Cody Rhodes? Ooh. Let me think. Oh. Somebody constantly putting themselves over. I was going to say the two guys who are really good with other, oh, other good people. Yeah. But by themselves are a bit annoying. I'm going to pick, uh, I'm gonna pick Cody Rhodes anyway, just because I feel like I need Cody Rhodes in the world. I, so oh, I, I go Jimmy Carr. Make a joke, probably tasteless, and I've got a funny laugh. It's, it's mainly, I just like oh. AI 10 Cats does Countdown from time to time, and I, I wouldn't want to lose that. That's what I mean, there's a variety there, yeah. she's good, but I remember seeing the solo thing, it was just like... Yeah, oh, the stand-up, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. but the, the presenting, yeah. But Cody pays his taxes. Oh, God, oh, yeah, we're going to have to go Cody then. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. Cody ain't a massive Tory. Yeah, uh, well, he is. Jack Whitehall or Matt Riddle? Oh, my God. Matt Riddle, all day, all day, all I day. Two those two. Matt Riddle, I guess. Oh, no. I'm going to pick Jack Whitehall just because I like travels Jack with my Whitehall. father. Oh, that was good. That yeah. was very good. On the strength of travels with my father. Oh, I remember you talking about that. But like it, it was just the most baffling thing with Jack Whitehall was when we were just in Vegas and out he popped and it was like, what, what are you doing here? He was like, oh, yeah. I'm Jack Whitehall for ITV4. I'm like, all the Americans like, what? And we're just like, what? Who is he? I'm like, we know who he is. We don't know why he's here. It's like Scott Hall. You don't know who I am. You don't know why I'm here. Oh, Jack Whitehall, because you said he was nice. Yeah, maybe I'll I'll jump back over to Whitehall there. Greg Davies or Walter? Walter. Greg Davies. Why? I love Greg Davis. <laughs> was it that he man down? Just, I just couldn't get my head around oh, it. It just wasn't really my thing. You've got to be quite clicked into Greg Davis, I think, to get him. Like, I, man down a light. I, I love him in, like, uh, Taskmaster and stuff. I love quite a lot of the things he does, but he, he, I don't know. Man down just felt naff to there, me. But I, I kind of like the naff. There's a, there's, yeah. a, there's a lost sitcom that he did called We Are Clang, which was with his comedy troupe, We Are Clang. I think it's one of the greatest sitcoms ever because it is just a, a mick take of, of sitcoms. And I love it, but it's never been released on DVD. It's never been released anywhere else. I can watch it on YouTube. But that's as good as it gets. I think it's hilarious. And everyone I've showed it to has gone, this is not funny in the slightest. <laughs> I've gone, what are you saying? It's brilliant. You know what? I need to check it out then. Please do, mate. Stuff, yeah. I've gone, hey, look at this. Just nothing. You, you, might watch, nothing. you might watch it and go, I get Tom now. 
It's like whenever somebody says anything remotely monkey dust. Oh, there we go. They, Perfect they, example. Like, accidentally, and yeah. then it's usually like me, you, Pachita, just going, <gasps> I'm Ivan Dobsky, the meat safe man. And we just go <laughs> Again, off. Again, it's not it. really like, look at this, you'll laugh. It's like, you won't. That's, that's yeah, not the that's, intention. Yeah. But, but my answer is Walter. Because I'm trying to think of a funny thing Walter did. Oh, he, because um, he had the tag titles yeah. at Ring Camp. So everyone, like Hogan gets it and starts doing the air guitar. Ooh, he put it on his uh, thing, started doing air violin. That's yeah. nice. So that was nice. Uh, Sarah Milligan or Pack? Pack. <sighs> All day of the week. I think Sarah Milligan would do a brilliant 450. I like Sarah Milligan. <laughs> I, I just Milligan. You know what? It's Pac, actually looking man. at this Pac. now. That's not a typo, is it? It's actually Milligan. It's Milligan. Yeah. Call him Milligan. Oh, so Austin, who is all Billy Big Talk. Oh, oh, you bet you're all rubbish today. And he's spelled it Milligan. Has he spelled he, it Milligan? You know, he spelled no, it Milligan. Like, oh, that's fine then. I'll let him. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Tom getting all Billy Big Talk. <laughs> Billy Look Big Talk. Tom getting all Billy Big Talk to Billy Big Talk Austin. Oh. It yeah, is Milliken. It is Milliken. Okay, cool. Because I've said her name 19 times, I'll say her. Yes. <laughs> Over pack. I like Sarah. Okay. I'm I'll and, say... Uh, and, I'll, uh, you know... I'll say Milliken. <laughs> I'll, I'll go say Milliken as well. Yeah. So, it's great. The pa- pack gets a lot of love. Is that right? Well, well, this weekend, I guess. Michael McIntyre or Drew McIntyre? <laughs> oh, very good. Very good. <laughs> I'll pick Drew. I'll pick Drew, but I will say that Michael McIntyre, I, I once went, like my mum really likes him, so I think for a birthday I got a tickets. And we went, and I think they were, they were little bits being taped for like a YouTube upload or like a Facebook feed thing. But before they did any of those segments, he would just rip a really dirty joke. And it was like, out, like unexpected, and it was really cool, but... At the same time, Drew all day. I think because um, Drew McIntyre's material has only been bad for about eight months. Yeah. Uh, Michael McIntyre's has been bad for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I think... Yeah, there you go, Tom. Yeah, I'm going to take your answer as well. Lee Evans, I think, did something similar where it's just like, okay, I'm just going to tell a really dirty joke, get everybody laughing, and then here's a load of bumpy foot. <laughs> and then ah, that's it. Nice. Interesting. Yeah. Lee Mac or Willie Mac? Eh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Willie Mac. Um, I'm going to probably say Willie Mac as well. What is this? Reese's Pieces. This is Moon. Do you uh, remember when, I remember when Lee Mac got COVID and they announced it, one of the first sort of relatively high profile UK celebs to get COVID. And I looked in the comments, guess the same joke that everybody made when Lee Mac got COVID. He's not going out. Oh. <laughs> He's not going out. <laughs> Everyone said it. I, I, I was about to. Oh, I know. I'm gonna. Ah, no, nah, actually, nah. <laughs> well, a hundred people have already said it. Coincidentally, um, because Joe Rogan has uh, has got COVID. No, Men's, he's had his horse paste. He's fine. <laughs> Men see us tweeted, ah, oh, damn it, if I get COVID now, everyone think I stole it from him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. He's waited how oh, many years to just get it there. Oh, wow. Stunning. Well done. Uh, I like a bit of Willy. Jonathan Ross or Jim Ross? One for the... JR. <laughs> clips of I do, yeah, Jonathan Ross. But, you know, he had a talk show for a long time and was entertaining, but Jim Ross is just Jim. It's Jim Ross. Yeah, Jim, Jim he's got old JR. I think Jonathan Ross, he's great on the radio. Yeah. He's much better on radio mm. than he is on TV. But then again, Jonathan Ross was right next to Spike Milligan. Yes. When he got his Lifetime Achievement and his little yeah. letter from the, the Prince of Wales. <laughs> leaves us, leaves us frozen <laughs> in laughter. He, how are you frozen? Like this? 
Jonathan Ross did a really cool documentary on. He's a uh, massive like comic book collector, but I think yes. he went looking for Steve Ditko, and he oh. he gets to meet him and stuff. You don't see it on camera because he he doesn't want to be on camera. But like, it's a whole massive documentary about his influence on comics, and I was like blown away by that because it was like, oh, he's doing something serious and he's presenting it yeah. really well. You should do more of this. Mm. But no, so Jim Ross. <laughs> oh, plus okay, plus, plus Jim Ross has never rang Manuel's daughter live on Radio Two. Oh. Yeah. So, oh, that was him and that was him and Russell Brand. Yeah, yeah. Russell, yeah. I'm right, Jonathan Ross. Russell Brand. Oh, it was Russell Brand. Russell, Russell Brand's Brand's show, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, uh, he lost control of his guest. It's one of the first Cardinal rules. Sin. No, but Jim Ross was probably a failure to control a guest. Failure to control a guest that falls on the presenter. And I the already producer. know that because of Alan Partridge. Yeah, yeah. That's how you know. Oh, good. Actually, it's seven oh one, which means that I'm a guest on your show, which means it's failure. To, and he just goes off. On <laughs> it. Uh, Let's take a look yeah. at your contract. Okay, that's, that's good. <laughs> and uh, I have to stop. Just get ready for this next one. <laughs> James oh. Corden or QT Marshall? <laughs> QT Marshall could be anybody here. It's like so QT Marshall could be anybody. Mm. It could be literally anybody, and everybody would pick QT Marshall. Yeah, I'm picking QT Marshall. We are sorry we, we, we unleashed that upon you, America, but thank God he's your problem now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't have to deal with him. I've, you know, it's... I what are you gonna would... do? We've had plenty of we've had plenty of your celebrities jammed down with throats, so it's about time yeah. you know you you had to put up with one of ours. I'd really uh-huh. like James Corden's agent. <laughs> I bet. Because like, like, like what? How? That's that's some witchcraft and wizardry. I think it involves shotguns be... and and it's and something, isn't yeah, it? just kind of grabbing people and being like, give him the role. Yeah, give him the role. Did you see that Reddit? Where well, was James Corden AMA? And it was all people going, "Why such a dick?" Yeah, yeah. There's, oh, it's just there's lots of stories floating around, you know, whether they're true or not, about just him not being a very nice person. But like, I, I don't know. He's just for me, it's the overkill. It's the sheer amount of stuff that he was in. Like, it was just. He was in one show, and then all of a sudden over here, he was in everything. And it was like... Yeah. If he'd been in one show or two things, it's fine. Yeah. And overexposure will kill anybody. Because that was it. For a while, he was all right. Yeah. And then it's just gradually built. Yeah. And then by the time he got to the States, just... Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> if America are listening, yeah. I'll do the Late Late Show for half the money. Nah. <laughs> Watch Love You by Friday. That's my demo reel. How spiteful we are, anyway. Noel Fielding or Chuck Taylor? Chucky e. T. Oh, I'm going to pick Noel Fielding. I like Noel. Never been a Noel guy. Never been a... I've been a Chucky e. T guy. More than yeah. Noel E. F. That doesn't really work, does it? Uh, yeah. I like, I like the Mighty Boosh. I've always liked the, the, the nightmare imagery of the, night, of the Mighty Boosh. Word is a radio series as well. Like mm. When they were on London Live. I like the radio Good. series. It's a bit hipster of me to say, I like those radio series. Yeah, it is. It's very good as a radio series. It is. Thanks. Thanks for all you do, lads, and I hope you enjoyed. We certainly did, pal. Thank you very much. Sincerely, the 1991 Denver Broncos. Austin, you've done this before. Because <laughs> I remember him ragging me before, and it was like, oh, Matthew, your stupid references to stupid stuff. Sincerely, the 1991 Denver Broncos. <laughs> if it was all a self-rib, then I take some of what I said yeah. back. Not all, No, some. Of course, <laughs> of course Tom. It's, it's with You're you. on Tom's list. Yeah. To Godholic with love. So we love everybody who sends these lovely questions in. Thank um, you very much. Because obviously you keep on sending them in. We appreciate them. We keep on reading them. <laughs> if you have a Reese's Pieces, stop it. If you have a Reese's Pieces of your own, please, please, please send them to Cult. Mailbag at cultholic.com. Coffee's run now, sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's Cultaholics. Big question. <sighs> Do 
Should we all do it at once then? Because I see your re- oh, your revenue. Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we? Can okay, we? on three, two, one. Ah, what, what a, a great, great podcast. podcast. <laughs> it's so weird because right now all I'm doing is an impression of myself. Yeah. <laughs> You've become but, like a pastiche. Yes. Yeah. Mafu, do the, do the Mafu. <laughs> right. Right. Do the roar. Do the roar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love you, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> the big question this week is, what is going to be the best match at AW All Out 2021? Matthew, what's the card? I'm going to tell you, don't worry. <laughs> on the pre-show, not the kickoff, not the free-for-all, uh, Tony Khan was saying he doesn't see why the before bit has a stigma being a negative thing. He thinks it's all part of the big show, to advertise and get people. You can't call it the big a show. He has to call it the Paul White. Oh, <laughs> on the Paul White, best friends, Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, Wheeler, Utah, Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus with Marco Stunt, versus the <laughs> Hardy family, the undramatic noise you can never overcome. <laughs> that Versus was a- the Hardy family office, Matt Hardy, private party, and the hybrid two. A ten man tag match. One match. This one's in the bag. Ten men in the ring for a ten man tag. It's on the WrestleMania rap from off of WrestleMania ten. Nice. Oh, but it didn't happen, did it? No, no, that, was <laughs> the, that was the fun of the rap. They got they go one more match. This one's in the bag. Ten men in the ring for a ten man tag. Match gets cancelled. <laughs> Good times. Also, they still don't know who it was who. They kind of agree who went over their time. It was, it was uh, Razor, wasn't it? But then they said otherwise, that there's been reports of other people getting mad. Yoko, I thought it was Yoko and Luger. Yeah. Anyway, we'll yeah, go. Sorry. We'll, yeah, <laughs> sorry. No, that was my own fault. Then the 21-woman Casino Battle Royale for a AW women's title shot. Mm-hmm. Nana Rose, Thunder Rosa, The Bunny, Big Swole, Julia Hart, Tay Conti, Diamante, Penelope Ford, Red Velvet, Ikuru Shida, Emi Sakura, Jade Cargill, Kira Hogan, Abaddon, Layla Hirsch, Keelan King, is that right? Keelan King, Rebel, Jamie Hayter, Anna Jay, Riho, One Woman, To Be Determined. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking To Be Determined to win that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Without a doubt. John Moxley versus Satoshi Kojima. Oh. Yeah, excited for that for the, the yeah, two segments. I, I just, I just, I just want to see them slap each other into oblivion, and then Kojima eats some bread over Moxley's prone <laughs> body. He does like the bread, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. <laughs> bread club, baby. <laughs> Paul White versus uh, James Corden himself. QT Marshall. <laughs> Chris Jericho versus MJF. If Jericho loses, he must retire oh. for a bit before coming back, like every other wrestler ever. Uh, Miro versus Eddie Kingston, the mm-hmm. AEW TNT title. The Young Bucks versus Lucha Brothers in a steel cage match for the AW World Tag Team Titles. <sighs> Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Chris Statlander for the AW Women's with uh, AW World Women title. And CM Punk versus Darby Allen. Then it's a little match there. Yeah. And then Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage for the AW World title, which almost seems secondary to Punk returning. It but really is, but that's why I think, yeah. as we said earlier, that's why that match is is that match because mm. you don't want to put anything on like on that night. That nothing will take the shine from Punk. So let's do mm-hmm. a match where it wouldn't. It's a match that wouldn't normally be a strong enough headline for a pay per view. Yeah, but Punk and Derby is it will be that attraction. Yeah. So ten matches. I mean, it's... my my money's going to be on the cage tag. I think that 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 alone presents so many possibilities for just sheer in-ring action. And then when you take into account the teams involved, 
Yeah. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be everything you want it to be and more. So I think that, for me, is going to be the best match overall of the night. But, of course, I'm super excited for Punk. Super excited mm. for that. That's going to be just, oh, we've waited so long. Yeah. And I, th- I think there's a concern that that match may be anything other than five-star. But I don't think it, I don't know if it will be. I mean, if it is, amazing. But yeah, but you don't you don't need to go into it looking for a five star. I think we just need to go into it with an open mind and be ready to to see what happens. I'm not thinking about star ratings to come to that. Like it's just a moment, right? It's a a moment to be in. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the cage match as well. Love Lucha Brothers. Yeah, Phoenix is obviously our boy Mm. uh, that we vote (laughs) for every time, and maybe the titles will change hands. (gasps) It feels like they might. Yeah, possibly. I did on, on pitches. Little. <laughs> nine pitches for the pay per view is is it's a it's a wild ride. This yes. particular one, uh, you'll particularly enjoy Ross's pitch with Kojima and Bread. Yes, uh, that's a wild ride. Uh, but I, from one of my pitches, was simply for um, for Cutler to take a package pile driver off the top of the cage. Oh. <laughs> that's one of that's my one one of my oh. pitches. I think Cutler will go up to try and make make a save, and Penta will hit him with a package pile driver off the top oh. of the cage, and he'll spend the rest of the year in like a full body cast. <laughs> that'd be good. That'd be great. I think that'd be great. Again, the other like your boy can carry our boy. Like an Akazawa's like, oh, this is what I'm doing now. <laughs> also, Miro versus Eddie Kingston. Now that's my oh, pick yeah. for match of the night. That's like the biggie Goldberg, like slapping meat. Yeah. Like match, isn't it? I think that's gonna be It should I, be nicely brutal that. I in mean, all the right ways. And it'll stand out, I think, from everything else on the card. I think that Moxley and Kojima will be brutal, but I think it'll be more a stiff... Yeah, of, it's going to be more like a strong style strong showing. Strong style battering, whereas yeah. Nero and, and um, Kingston, I feel like, could be more like sort of down, attitude era-esque, fight for yeah. the crowd, use everything as a weapon, hit anything in front of you type mm. fan. And I think that'll that'll capture my imagination on, on Sunday night. I like that idea of like Marcus, you pull out a light tube and go, all right, those long loafs. <laughs> Pulls out a baguette, yeah. <laughs> and it explodes as well. Yeah. <laughs> Power the, bomb. The, the bread dust just fades up. <laughs> bread dust. Bread dust. <laughs> You'll never forget no, the name. No, no, no. Bread dust. <laughs> Imagine ah. instead of the shiny gold, it was just baguette pattern all the way. Same old gold dust oh. look. You will, to... you will loaf me. <laughs> you will loaf. <laughs> Just bits of, You'll never bits of be- You will never forget the name of <laughs> bread dust. And no one knows who he oh. no one knows who he is, so they go point him going, Hovis. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Dustin Reynolds? Nah. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Before he hits him, he goes, you're brown bread, mate. <laughs> do you want, do you want uh, half a plate oh. of... Dustin, do you want half a plate of, plate of uh, chicken and chips or would you like a whole meal? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that took a few seconds to load that oh, one. Bit yeah. of lag. Bread dust is the takeaway from what will be the best. Yeah, match. there we go. Oh, that's podcast. a question. Bread dust. So, so, so you're going with the cage match? Yes. I'm going with um, Kingston and Miro. What are oh. you going with? Uh, I want to see who the new woman is. Also, to see a lot of those women get it on at the Casino Battle Royale. So you say like the Casino Like Bar- Cargill and Jamie Hayter. Is that going to be the best match of the night, the Casino Battle Royale? Uh, no, but you took the other two ones. So I want to say something different. Oh. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to no, seeing no it. No one has maybe... said Punk and Derby yet. 
it's I'm not again. It's not watching it for like it existing is enough. Yeah. The fact that it's yeah. happening is enough, and it'll happen. It could be the worst match of all time. It's, it's, it's like going it's to a gallery to see a painting you've always wanted to see. Right. 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 This is, is it like how you're just going to kind of rock up and whatever whatever you see you see, and if it's good then great, and if not then fine, but you still saw it. Yeah. Hogan, you're right. Is Hogan Rock. The atmosphere is going to yeah. save it. So like, oh, maybe Punk will do a move. I'm like, I, I, no, that, that's not the story. They've always got the the rest of the work rate on the card is what's happening. Yeah, so. yeah that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Okay, cool. So Casino Battle Royal. Yeah. With cheese. That's a bready. That's and a very bread. bready choice. Bready. <laughs> bread dust makes their debut. One, two. Bready Breck. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's a very northeast indie wrestling scene oh, reference to Shreddy. Yeah. Nice. And that's the podcast this week. It was certainly a <laughs> podcast. So Thank you very much for listening and enduring. Thank you for enduring. Sam, what have you got on tap for us until next... Uh, not on this next... Well, whatever. Just what you do here. What? What What do I do? I realise now. Sorry. <laughs> Every At the end of this, we go, hey, Ross, Plug, what have you got for us until next oh, podcast? Well, I, I realise that you don't do this podcast it's, usually. So. It's not a behind-the-match week this weekend. It is next weekend. There is a Ooh. lot of stuff already scheduled, ready to go for this weekend. Of course, we've got all the coverage with Tom. But I, I'm not really... I'm just more editing at the minute rather than... I think I've got... There is a new, new series that I think Andrew's working on right now that I'm voicing. So that's interesting. Oh, what's but that? I don't know when it drops. I'm not going to reveal it. It's oh. just going to. It's just going to happen. What's it about? It's. It's. Uh, I can't even reveal that because that's kind of giving away the title. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever it is, I can't wait for it. Yeah. This, this, this bag of rebels you've given us. Yeah. We got. Hopefully not all coffee flavor. <laughs> The classic reviews are coming back after a, a lengthy Yay. absence. The SmackDown review with Matthew and I has been recorded immediately after this. So yeah. you'll hear it uh, tomorrow. Now you're watching this. Um, stay tuned on Tuesday for the a Cultaholic Classic Raw review special where we are watching the first ever episode of Monday Nitro. Since that is now in the timeline, Sam Driver's going to be here for that. Yes, so yeah. I am going to be stepping into that chair, the, the mm. vacant chair on a brand new show, and we're going to watch Nitro Justin, week by week, and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, ooh. Well, Justin will be here. Yes. Justin will be here for that one, and we'll talk more about the plans for classic reviews going forward. Ooh, reveal all on Tuesday. <laughs> uh, and then I'm here for all the uh, other stuff uh, for AEW All Out reactions and graded and things. Uh, Desert Island Graps with Brian Clark on Sunday. Oh. Adam Bomb slash oh. Raph is here on Sunday. Get, get me yeah. one of the footballs, mate. Get me one of the footballs. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Math, what are you doing? Uh, stuff for you. That's right. But what else are you doing? Uh, two. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ross this weekend. I think we should plug. Um, oh, yeah, of course. That's been nice. Straight to hell with Ross Tweddle. He's only and fanging and banging with Gangrel. Oh. After we picked him up on the yeah. podcast, we were going, wow, look at the mise en scene of Gangrel Studio. And obviously, he was so <laughs> impressed. He went, I want to be on the show. Yeah, so Ross is <laughs> fanging and or banging with Gangrel this weekend, which is rather exciting. Yeah, and he's going to go, at the end of it, I hope he goes, oh, uh, thank you very much, Gangrel. Fangs for the memory. <laughs> Gangrel is a trademark of white blood. <laughs> uh, everything else, Twitter at Cultaholic, twitch.tv slash Cultaholic, uh, play.acast.com slash Cultaholic. Yeah, media recovery for Ross, and I hope Jack has a lovely vacation holiday. Make sure you tweet Adam and go, you look lovely on the podcast. He'll get confused. It'll be great. <laughs> and that's all got time for. Thank you very much for enduring, no, enjoying the <laughs> lovely experience of the Colic B team in. Shout out to mailbagacolic.com where you can send in your lovely questions and theories and Reese's pieces and goats and also <laughs> patreon.com 
forward slash called the Holic, where you can obviously vote in the Hall of Fame, and mm-hmm. also become a patron and get a producer credit. So thank you again to the magnificent Mark Leslie, the stunning Reno2200, nice. and the big, bald Noah Anderson, patron oh. producers, extraordinaires. Love all of yous. Yeah. Take a boo. Take a boo. Thank you very much, you three lads. But now it's the end of the podcast. We do the thing, what we always do. I'll have to explain to these because not always here. Well, we point at this screen right here and say the very famous thing that we say at the end of every podcast, which is one, two, three. Bread dust! I am from Aldi! Bush at the beach! Bush. Bush. (laughs) Doctor Now! (laughs) Doctor Now! (laughs) Happy Christmas! War Uh. is over! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.